I have to say it before like it really blurts out to me in the middle of a crucial moment. I fucking love your nails. Oh, thank you. That's the third compliment. I'm today. like sitting here over here. I'm like it was it was definitely something I noticed. Hello and welcome to Wasteland Glass. Wasteland Glass is a show produced by adults for adults. Listener discretion is advised for strong language and content. Okay, I'll go ahead and do the intro real quick. Today we are playing a side quest within the Wasteland Glass universe. This will not be following the main crew, but a different group of individuals in a different part of the Wasteland. Normally we're playing the Savage Worlds on the main uh, storyline. We'll actually be using a different system called Cypher which is a D20-based system where I will set a difficulty for them to try and beat with the dice. They've all made their characters. That was a fun little process we did right before we started this recording. <laughs> and for this episode of Wasteland Legends, I'll be your host, Galay. To go ahead and give to introduce the characters, I will go ahead and go down the list based on who showed up first. <laughs> so, Danian, you go first. All right. Well, hi. I'm, uh, I'm Danny. Um... I uh, will be playing Skittles. I'm not entirely sure what I'll tell about her other than the fact that she is going to be extremely talkative. Um, try to persuade some people. We'll see what happens there. Skittles is a little bit more of a... Uh, not extremely well-dressed. I mean, we're looking at the apocalypse here. So they definitely take care of themselves. They've got to, they're trying to make sure they're a little bit charismatic. But as they're on the roads and whatnot... Um, she's wearing a... We've got a, We did go ahead and get myself the medium armor so she's definitely got some form of uh bullet vest on because you never know when you're in a gunfire especially in the apocalypse uh a little bit shorter than average height and way too talkative for her own damn good definitely got some uh sun skin uh not skin bleaching but sun tanning going on from the ex overexposure and in, in the sun and whatnot and uh kind of get like a piratey vibe you know got some dreadlocks if i had a hat i'd wear a hat don't know if I have a hat. Don't think I have a hat. Probably lost it somewhere. And uh, I don't remember anything before the age of 18. So we'll see how this goes. I am a strong-willed speaker who wields two weapons. Uh, my handguns are going to be uh, liberty and justice. I have, like I said, I have no memory of anything that happened to me before I was 18. And during the, uh, during some sort of escape from a what was it i don't remember what entirely it was uh my connection to your character oh uh that was um against a power it just generalized as against a powerful organization okay. yeah yep. it was so a getaway he was escape. my uh, getaway driver yeah, so we you pissed off some you pissed off some gay i mean realistically gang. you know me i always piss everybody off so that just works in my favor so you helped me as a getaway yeah. and uh our our minky friend here the monkey weird thing um i persuaded her that she should come along with us so let's do this all right. Next on the list who showed up was Mike because he was already here. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's almost like I live here. Uh, I am playing Pigeon Eater Earl. He is a relentless explorer who drives like a maniac. Uh, he is a little on the shorter side. He's about five four and clad in sun bleached and cracked uh, riding leathers. Uh, has an oily rag wrapped around his head that he uses for maintenance as much as a bandana. 
or goggles tar usually tucked up on his forehead, except for when he's riding on Greta, his mighty steed, and which is you know kind of a uh, sport bike on the front half, a uh, polished uh, high chrome finish with a ridiculously long drag bike footwork on the back uh, with a bogger tire rear wheel. I am from the southern, the southern west, south uh, the uh, southern sands, and I am here to bring boom racing to the north. It is a wonderful sport where we just drive motorcycles at uh, ridiculous speeds. My child, my beauty gets up to und, uh, seven fifty kilometer. I'm gonna lose that accent a lot, but I'm gonna try and go for a, basically whatever they were doing in a uh, beer fest for the. Not Germans, but Germans. <laughs> yeah. And we already went over your background connection. Did you have another background connection? Or was that the only one? Was the connection to Danny? That, um, that was my connection to Danny, was that? So that, or that, and that was all you had? That, yeah, that was all I had. I didn't take one with Curly. I assume Danny took one with Curly then. Or Yeah, I think that's what happened. Speaking of, Curly, who showed up last because she actually has a life... <laughs> it is my day off. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I love that, dude. Freaking. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, uh, my character's name is Monkshi, like monkey, but Monkshi. I'm a graceful adept who scavenges. Um, so. Basically what happened is I had a lot of immunocompromised issues when I was younger. I really was not making it through. And my um, crazy uncle said that he was either going to fix me or put me out of my misery. So I went under for surgery and I woke up in the worst pain of my life. Um, and I tried to get off the table to inflict whatever damage I possibly could to him. And lo and behold, I had... Uh, two monkey arms, which were not really cooperating. And then I felt this searing pain in my, uh, booty butt area. And turns out I also have a tail. So I am an augmented human who, um, I've, I've gotten better with my arms and my tail. I'm still not hundred percent with them. Um, you know, I've only had them for about 18 months, um, but I'm getting the hang of it. And uh, so to describe Monkshi, she's the body part. Um, she was a very slight person, um, petite and quite pale and ginger. Um, so it's it's a very odd juxtaposition of the jet black, uh, giant muscly monkey arms and the long tail that reaches up higher than the top of her head. Um, and to uh, sort of protect herself from the sun and uh, most of the elements, she wears just kind of like a jumpsuit, just like a mechanic's jumpsuit with a, a vest over top of it for armor and um, has a like one of those fedoras to protect the face. Um, and the color of the jumpsuit is blue and big old shit kicker boots. See, now I feel like you guys are a lot more explanatory to that than I am. 
you can your outfit can you can describe your outfit as it becomes right? necessary. No, I greatly appreciate that. You can make it up now. <laughs> we've 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 you know pigeonholed ourselves into. No, specifics. I love it though because like you guys, we've got bandana going. I like as you're talking about actually having a bandana. Now I'm like, man, I do want a pirate hat. Like straight up, I'm gonna wear, or at least I'm gonna <laughs> think it's a pirate hat. In actuality, I've probably found some like cowboy style hat and i just think it's pirate hat and like definitely i'm like wearing it like (laughs) like, sitting in the back of my head you are a pirate but in actuality it's like i mean growing up my mom had a cowboy hat that had uh feathers tucked into the band i mean if i could find feathers kind of pirate-ish there you go it's a hat (laughs) and uh skittles convinced me to join this crew um she said that she was, I don't know, she was just very convincing. I honestly am not quite sure how she convinced me. Um, I'm not, I don't usually trust people, especially not after I woke up with monkey arms. But, um, you know, somehow I just ended up a part Obviously, of this crew. I convinced you. I have to ask, am I the only one that immediately assumed uh, Munchie's crazy uncle was Alistair? <laughs> <laughs> No, but that would track so I, Yeah, well. it tracks. That's just terrible, but yeah. No, uh, no, no, definitely. Um, I only have one question for uh, for Minkshi. Um, do I need to be worried that just at random you're just going to start hooting and hollering and we're just going to wonder if it has something to do with your genetic modifications or if it is actually just you deciding to hoot and holler for your own sake? Uh, that is racist. <laughs> I think it's specious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right here, I'm a specious. Specious. I did not. I my DNA was not crossed. I simply have appendages. Um, as far as I know, they have not crossed the blood brain barrier in terms of changing my DNA. But, but you know, if it's you any, know, I've only had it for a year and a if half. It's any so side, it means you we'll can actually use it as an excuse. You know, just. Start jumping up and down, going <laughs> uh, to intimidate the enemy, possibly. I'm, I'm definitely keeping that in my back pocket, but uh, you know, I don't want to offend anyone. I don't know who's who's a relative of the of the animal that I got my my parts from. You know, they might recognize me, so I don't I don't want to be making a mockery, making a You're monkey making mockery. <laughs> now that we know who all is uh, going to be playing. I'll go ahead and give you the intro to what's going on. You guys have just pulled into a bar after a long stretch within the wasteland. It's the first town you've come across. Uh, it's like a scavenging town next to this like cliff face that seems to go down inside. And as it slopes down, you can see this just massive pile of debris that stretches as far as your eye can see. And there's this big sign that was posted as you were coming in to the little watering hole. That just had it splashed on with some kind of bad paint that says the heap. <laughs> now, are are we sure it's bad paint and, that's, and it's not some uh, other things? It's paint. <laughs> <laughs> you have quotation marks. So, yeah, you have the painted sign that says the heap. And then you have like an interest to like a small town that kind of like circles around it a little bit. It's a big-ass crater that's got, like, a three-mile diameter. And it's, like, three-quarters of the way filled up with nothing but trash. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it's sitting up against a cliff, not sitting on a cliff? It's inside of a crater. Yeah, but you said there was a giant cliff behind it. Yeah, there's a cliff that goes down. It's the- Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's- Okay, so 
It's a rim town. <laughs> yeah, it's a rim town. Which was uh, actually the name of the town. Rim town. Hey, <laughs> my guess name. It's rim town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now I'm worried about getting a job in rim town. <laughs> but yes, as y'all pull up with uh, Earl on his motorcycle and Monkshi and Skittles inside the uh, Reliant Robin, which is anything but Reliant based on the images shown. If you don't know it, <laughs> Google it. For those of you that can't Google it. <laughs> it was uh, featured on Top Gear, if that right, helps any. For those any. of you that can't Google it, oh. it is a two-wheel back and one in the front rickety box. And just there's this uh, very much rusted out with haphazard armor slapped onto it. Oh my gosh, do we have a pee hole in the back? No, that's just uh, in the floor pan. Well, I mean, there's no floor, but... <laughs> Y'all stop off at a bar, basically, because this is a road town. It's It's like a tourist trap from the wasteland. You have the heap, and then you have like a bar where people come in to get a drink, and you got the people going out to the heap, and it's a big tourist thing where they try and like say merge tours all like now is if this is a tourist town, is every shop that we can immediately see coming in just some uh, variation uh or have some variation of rim in it? Yes, rim or heap, one of the two. Yep. Okay. How many edge of the worlds are there? None. Oh, not that surprising. <laughs> Obviously, they wanted to emphasize the fact that it is a rim location. Basically, the town functions off of like a tourist trap slash scavenging operation. People going into the heap to find various buried treasures. And the heap is the in this crater? Yes. Okay. But yeah, you, there's like a little scaffolding that leads down into it that had been built over the years. I mean, we can't drive down into it? I mean, you can see a few attempts that were left. You see, like, a bunch of different vehicles, like, crashed in the heat where you can see that somebody tried to drive down into it. But, for, you know, their driver sucked. You walk into the bar. It's a very busy place. There's a band on stage playing, like, like not actual instruments, but, you know, those little makeshift stuff, like trash can lid. It's a stop Wood curb. blocks. Some jizz music? Oh, yeah, somebody's playing in a... No, 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 no. Uh, K&B construction from Tool Time. Exactly. Or- that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> or not tool time, uh, from home improvement. Oh home my improvement. god, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> somebody's play, somebody's strumming a saw. Yeah, that's exactly what's going. There's a saw strumming. There's trash can lids, buckets, just all kinds of things turned into instruments, and they're playing music on a stage with it. And as you come in, it, there's a bunch of tables laid out. Some some look nicer than others. I mean, it's all half hazard trash that's been picked up. You can see a big like burly biker dude behind a bar. And he's, like, serving out drinks and stuff like that. And you can see various patrons sitting at tables. Some are, like, doing what they consider a line dance to the band <laughs> and the dance floor. And on the wall, you can see it says job listings. And it's got various different things listed for people wanting items from the heat. And you can see a few of them that say, unlisted, see bartender. And that is the environment that you guys walk into. Okay. How long have we been on the road? I don't know. How long have y'all been on the road? I imagine it's probably at least a day or two travel between any settlement. Yeah, yeah. All jokes aside, yes, it's been. I quite like a while. even the distance between the first two cities in the campaign so far has been, you know, a week on a ship. So yeah, it's been a while since y'all have last seen any real civil. You probably come across a few like homesteaders who are trying to make it out in the waste. 
But this is the first real settlement you've come the across. The odd nomad. About a month. <laughs> okay, well, a lot longer are, than I Are thought. there, is there, is there a wash basin or something? Uh, Mengxi is, is very fastidious about being clean. I mean, uh, being they, a tourist town, guarantee there's a, guarantee you there's a sand house. <laughs> so, uh, don't have do you have to, do you have to bathe like a, um, uh, a yes. chinchilla? Dust yeah. baths. Exactly. I, I mean, I assume there's, let's be honest, there's probably about two options for water. Collecting a very small amount from that you can extract from the little bit of humidity in the air, and then whatever your well, body recycles. Humidity in the air? Okay, a, a basin of your finest sand, please. Or do I just find a, a patch of the cleanest sand? I want to get cleaned <laughs> up, guys. I am just feeling, I am feeling just like a little out of sorts, okay? Well, this is a bar, not a bathhouse. Yeah. Girl standing next to Mungshi just pats himself and knocks a few dust clouds off. And goes, I don't uh, I don't see why you're so worried about this. Un sand is all we use to clean, so you, all the sand blowing in through the non-existent windshield should be more than enough, yeah? No, that's like low-level sand, okay? Like, I'm looking for something that's gonna really make my um, pre-arms, like, soft. You know, like I wanna, I wanna like conditioning. Oh, you need the exfoliation. Exfoliating sand, yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah. You know uh, what works better is salt. Salt, you say? Yeah. Down in the salt west, it's all we have to wash, and it it, it really dries you out, but it gets your salt I clean. I was gonna say, yeah. I feel like that really would just kind of offset my pH balance. So, all right. Well, I'm just gonna. I'm going to find the little monkey's room and uh, just freshen up a little bit. I'll be right back. In the back corner of the bar, as you're looking for a place to use restroom, you just see a sign that says, The Piss Pot. <laughs> and there is just like a room that's got like a curtains that slides in and out. And it's basically just a hole in the ground that goes straight into the... Oh, uh, yeah, no, let's be honest. It's, we're probably <laughs> back to Roman ba- or Roman bathrooms or toilets. Latri- Roman latrines. <laughs> You're adding yep. to the heap. Okay, I turn around and just immediately come back. <laughs> <laughs> Walk in. Nope. <laughs> you open it. You get the whiff. You just close it. I can wait. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, <laughs> what would you like to do? <laughs> Earl's going to turn to the bartender and go, uh, who would I talk about uh, starting the boomerang league? I'm sorry, the what? Boom racing. It is a fantastic sport. You ride your motorcycle as fast as you can. My beauty out there gets up to 750 kilometers. I'm really doing terrible in this accent. <laughs> That's for the best. I mean, if anything, I'm, I, it's going to end up sounding like the Derek, so eh, kind of works. What What did you, no, what, what did you actually say? Like, boom, what? Yeah, boom racing. Boom racing. Okay. Yeah. You know, his bike Sorry, out there can uh, go about 750 kilometers, you know, the so yeah. speed of sound. Wait, wait, you mean boom racing? Yeah, you, boom racing. Yeah, we don't have no we don't have no tracks around here for that. We get a few of y'all kind coming through, but we don't do it up here. Yeah, that stretch of land you have outside of town, you do it work perfect. You only need about six or seven miles for a proper race. I mean, sure, one or two. But last time they tried to 
organized a proper boom race out there. They kind of pissed off the night crew, and after the first few hangings, we had to put a stop to it. Oh, you guys have hangings around here. I mean, in boom racing, there's always a few deaths, so... What'd you say, Mike? Boom racing, there's always a few deaths, let's be honest. If they're trying to break the sound <laughs> barrier and recycle the every kind of vehicle world, yeah, there's going to be a lot of catastrophic failures. I mean, it's boom racing. The idea is if you're going to either hit the sound barrier and go boom, or you're going to go boom while trying. <laughs> Sometimes you get the double barrel special when it happens at the boom, same boom. time. Yeah, well, uh, while boom. that's true and all, the uh, problem is people that they were hanging with the bookies. No money, no races. Yeah, that's just people being mad that they didn't bet right. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's a league, not a, not a competition. I'm starting to uh, running a league. We do play for bucking. We race for bucking rights, yeah. You might find a few who will do a couple races, but ain't nothing organized. You'll start advertising it and you can uh, get free promotion from it, yeah? Be the first sponsor of the boom race in the north. And have my ass hanging by my neck outside? No, thank you. <laughs> and night crew people are cranky. <laughs> well, maybe you should, uh, maybe you could always try to incentivize the night crew. I apologize. I'm going to be picking up everybody's accent throughout this whole thing. It's unfortunately <laughs> part of just who I am. But uh, it's going to work for this sake. Now I know why I'm able to swindle everybody and talk everybody into joining me because I'll very quickly start talking your way. That being said, Mr. Barkeep, you realize you could convince the night crew that it'd be a mighty fine profit for themselves. Maybe do some moonlight booming. Nah, the night crew, like, they, they only here for the salvage. They ain't here for the fun. Oh, well, then obviously they don't know how it's done nowadays. I mean, you could always point it out to them that the uh, closer boom races start coming around here, the more likely they're going to get salvaged goods because when those when those market recycles go boom, there's going to be lots of metal everywhere. Yeah, and anyways, it's only usually even a quarter of the races that survive. <laughs> See, the night crew don't want nothing to do with our machines. They want old world stuff. They go deep out into the peak. But uh, is our old world tech good? Unless you know of New World, I have not heard of this New World. Is it uh, farther north? Nah, 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 I don't think you get me. The stuff we hobble together from Old World Tech, they have no interest in. They want a whole Old World Tech that ain't been modified. The fresh stuff. They want from the they want the stuff that came from the Waterlands, not our uh, surface crap. You know, the stuff when water apparently was a thing everywhere. I I have not heard the story of what it is or what are everywhere. Wait, wait, wait. You've not heard the story of the old worlds? Man, I'll tell you what. They literally tell stories about how there's these worlds that before everything was dust, this was all water. Like, could you imagine like how crazy that'd be? Just like everywhere's water. Everything. I don't believe you. I mean, I don't believe it myself, but I mean, there's stories. There's yeah, they're like old wives' tales. <laughs> I mean, you'd know all about the tales now, would you? Can we see Earl in the background, just kind of measuring out the distance with his hands? <laughs> right. <laughs> Clearly, trying to figure it out and just not understanding it. <laughs> right. It's like I, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm confused. So yeah, I've heard those stories too. I don't put no stock in them stories. Yeah, I mean, if the, if there was a if they were to yeah, there, there would be proof. That's the man who yeah, comes. I ain't found no big old lakes that seem like they go on forever. 
Yeah, the only sea I've seen is the Sea of Salt, and let me tell you that uh, that is a very boring place. Good boom racing grounds, but and stinky. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that you guys aren't wrong. I'm simply just saying, like, all we ever see is dust and salt, and everyone's always thirsty at some point. Like, could you imagine all that water? That'd be a lot of water. That's like a like. Uh, more than a hundred liters. They used to say more than a hundred liters. Yeah, no, they had stories like it literally fell from two hundred liters. It fell from the sky, man. Rain is still a thing. It's just rare. It's just rare. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure acid rain is common enough. And they could actually walk in it and it not burn their skin. It wouldn't eat the metal. Instead, they could actually like. Playing it. Wow. Alright, there's a line forming behind y'all. Y'all gonna order something or look or ask for a job or what? Oh yeah, no, we're we're definitely here to take a job, definitely. <laughs> no, we'll agree that we would start the boom racing league. Well, you know, I'm like grabbing food just randomly off the barkeep's <laughs> table just to eat it. <laughs> He's gonna say something else, say something back, but mouthful of something now. Um, you know, if we get our reputation up enough, we could start the Boom League here, too. The only way you're going to get that started is if you can convince the night shift. When does the night shift start? After sunset? When the sun goes down. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, dipshits. <laughs> these night go, when, when would they start? Afternoon? No, no, no. They, they, this would be the, the afternoon crew. I think that would be the. Sword. You'll know when shift change starts. They blow that big ass horn they have on the tower, overlooking the heat, and you'll see a line of people come out from the heat back up to the city. At the same time, a bunch of people carrying lanterns be walking down into the heat. That's the night crew. Oh wait, wait, wait! So the night crew works down in the pits. You're not saying they work up here in the bar. That's correct. Well, thank you very much. Um, can I get something wet? As soon as you pay for all that food you just took. <laughs> right, right, right. How how much is that and something wet? <laughs> oh, I'm going to say about a pound of scrap. I'll start finishing around, seeing if I can't find myself a pound of scrap. I'm going to slide it on over to them. There you go, pound of scrap. I guess that's what I get for just grabbing whatever I want. <laughs> Takes it. I'm- Goes back there. There's our menu. He points up, and all you see is just basically beer in quotation marks, <laughs> water in quotation marks, and grub. <laughs> also, in like quotation marks. Restaurant. Well, great. No, obviously, no obviously, on the grub. obviously, seeing that you got b- beer and you got uh, yourself some water, can I take half a beer and half a water? Half a beer and half a water. That'd be five pounds of scrap. I just paid for this this crap. Nah, you paid for what you took. Oh, well, in that case, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I'll, uh, I'm t- taking whatever I hadn't finished eating just yet. And I'm like, I'll just take this and go. And just <laughs> start walking away with what it was, what was my already like half stolen, half eaten food. Okay, well, I would like to make myself useful. So um, what is happening on this job board here? Like, is there anything that like, I'm really good at crafting. So, like, is there any, does anyone need, like, something made, you know, would anyone like any, like, decorative metal flowers welded, or, you know, I've got a whole bunch of, like, 
crafty bones in my body that I feel like I can um, barter. On the board, on the board, what you see is mostly listed as like different gathering stuff or it's mostly gathering. Like we need screws of about this size for this many or we need these, these kind of metal plates or a wheel, things like that. Stuff that you can find in the heap. A few of them are we want to know what's in this sector of the heap. We want you to go here and take a look and tell you what what's there and report back. That's basically what you see on the job board. Essentially, but you see three things that have no details and they're just say unlisted, see barking. Does it say how much they pay? No. Well, the the gathering and stuff, yeah, those are listed in like pounds of scrap. Basically just more or less corresponds to what you're doing there. Like if you just want some screws, you're probably only get a couple pounds of scrap or things like that. But yeah, the but unless the, the stuff you don't know what you have to do and you don't know what you'll get for it. Exactly. Sounds like an adventure to me. Yeah. What do we talk to about this? That would be me. <laughs> the bartender says that right next to you. <laughs> the one whose okay. food I just stole. <laughs> <laughs> Paid for it. I, I did. One pound of scrap. I did pay for you it. You attempted I, to steal. I did attempt to steal. I, I mean, straight up. I just tried to just grabbed it. I'm a little bit of a kleptophilic. I got it. Shh, no, 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 no. We don't, I don't know what you're talking about there. So, what's up, handsome? Um, we're three very capable people, and we're wondering, what's this unlisted business? Basically, the employers want to remain anonymous as to who it is and what they will. Okay, I can keep a secret. Should, um, how do we uh, get in contact with them? Through me. What do you guys think? Should we... Now, uh, Mr. Cryptic over there, do you actually give any straight answers or do you only talk out your ass? Well, when you give me an actual question about which job you're interested in, I can give you a straight answer. Well, we're one, one of them uh, unidentified ones. The ones that say it specifically which to ask one? you. The bottom one. Bottom one. That'd be room three. Now, where would I go for the second t- second bottom one? Be room 14. See, there you go. Now we're getting some straight answers. What about the first bottom one? That'd be room one. Hmm. One, three, fourteen. How many un, un how many unmarked uh, unidentified ones are there on this board? There were three. Just three. Just three. Okay, so we got room one, three, and fourteen. Well, you know, fourteen was always my lucky number. So which one do y'all want to take? I think that's reason enough. Fourteen's good enough for me. He's fine. All right. Um, quick question for you, Glay. Consider yes. in the context of the world, what 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 price value would you equate a pound of salt to? Pound of salt? Yes. Specifically, sea salt. It depends on how far away you are from the salt. Well, I mean, you know, I'm making the argument, make the argument that he is from there, and then you could probably have some. That would well, be cheap. yeah, okay. So three pounds of salt you. for inexpensive items. Yep. Okay. I'm glad you think that because uh, uh, Earl's going to pull out a small satchel and put a quarter pound of salt on the bongo. Undaka. You put a quarter pound of salt. Yes. Bartina. Damn, I love it when y'all folk come up here. Takes a bag. <laughs> he goes back behind a, a little, like, you know the western doors? But it goes to like a back room where you can see like barrels yeah. stored. Saloon doors? He comes back out with a mug of uh, beer. <laughs> and plates it down in front of you. And the bag you handed him is gone. Picks it up. Turns to Munchie and Skittles and goes, So, room the whole thing, yeah? Room, I was voting 14. I told you my my lucky number was 14. I'm still over here. It's gotten Mr. Bartender's accent. I need to talk to somebody other than <laughs> Hillbilly 
<laughs> Joe. Her old shrugs and starts drinking from the mug and gestures. All right, lead on. All right. He reaches back. He pulls a key off a rack of keys back there. Hands it over. Head up on them stairs over there behind the stage. You'll find the rooms. Do not disturb anybody else, please. <laughs> Just smile and nod. Thank you for the key. Thank you for the grub. Turn around. Ladies and gentlemen, or I suppose gentlemen and home, uh, what are, well, I don't even know what a monkey would actually be called. Uh, <laughs> sapien? Homo sapien? I'm a, ho- I'm a homo sapien. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I am mostly homo and only partly sapien. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess in that case, uh, Homo sapien and boomer. <laughs> I was wanting to let last that. So homo sapien and boomer, let's go. And I'm going to just go ahead and start leading my way to the stairs. Pause to like make sure they're following me. That I haven't actually pissed off my team. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You're on thin ice. Thin ice. Thin ice was. <laughs> All right. Y'all work your way through the crowd. It's a busy night. You come over, and yeah, you can find the stairs behind the uh, stage. You work way up. And what it is, it's like this little tight hallway that maybe you could have, at most, two people side by side. That seems to, like, circle around the upper floors. And each one's got different rooms. you got one, two, three, four. And it goes back and forth. You find your way to 14. Should we knock, or, or do we just, like, walk in? I mean, realistically, the I mean, Earl's going to knock on the door. <laughs> right? He's like, I'm knocking on and I'm over here, like... Key half in, and I'm gonna stop and like hold it out. <laughs> we got the key for a reason, oh, right? Yeah, he knocked. Earl knocked. <laughs> if you don't have the key, go away. See, you just put the key in and you open the door. There you go, Earl. And I'm gonna go ahead and put it in, turn it. It's like that was some really snobby voice, and <laughs> open it. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't know what's behind the door, you don't know if it's going to be a shotgun in your gut. I mean, it's the post-apocalypse. If the person behind this door don't have a shotgun to our gut, then he's a dummy. <laughs> I assume uh, Skittles <laughs> As is you open the door, They're opening the door, yeah. Mm-hmm. As you open the door, you look in, and it's basically just a small, like, cubby room. It's got a little, like, table. It's got chairs surrounding it, and sitting on the chair furthest away from the door with what looks to be a hefty-sized pistol pointed at the door is um, someone... Just completely in a cloak. It's all patchwork and shoddy and looks dirty. But every bit of him is concealed except for that gun pointed at the door. So as soon as I see the gun pointed at the door, see, he's a smart man. He knows better than to not let somebody in his room without having a firearm ready. You called it. All right. Well, since you have the key, have a seat. Let's talk. Show it off as we're walking in. Set it down. Is there like a, <laughs> just to double check, we got like a table between him and us, right? Is there one chair, three yes. chairs? How many, what are we looking at here? There's several different chairs, more than enough for you. Uh, Sweet. It's not big, but it's intended to be like a small meeting area rather than like a party room. Uh, do That's all the chairs match? No. What, <laughs> <laughs> you crazy? I'm going to take one I don't around know. Backwards. If they are a wealthy <laughs> person, they might have matching chairs. I I would like to sit in a chair that doesn't have like the back part to it. My tail gets stuck. So So you want a stool. I want I want either well either a stool or you know the chairs that like 
it's the bottom and then there's like a little bit of space and then there's the back support. So, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying is the only one that is like that is a stool. <laughs> stool it is. There you go. I'm going to turn one I around and I'm going to sit stool. on a backwards arm over the top of it. Just shred up. It's like my thought process is, is I could use this chair to my defense. Earl <laughs> <laughs> just sits down and continues drinking from his mug. So I assume you are all interested in the job. Well, the, 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 it depends on the job. If you want us to do a hit, I mean, it really depends on the price, then. No, no, if we wanted someone dead, we would have already done it. What we need is someone to investigate a finding that our group has found out in the heap. <laughs> in short, you're looking for a guinea pig. Well, it's more, me and mine are more scholarly than we are hardy, and we need a group of people to investigate what could potentially be a dangerous situation before we go in and commit to a proper study of what we found. And uh, what uh, what is uh, the payment? The payment will be you will have first dibs on anything you can find within the facilities, so long as you let us record it first. Ah, uh, and forty liters. Forty liters of what? Fuel. Fuel. Hmm. Give me a persuasion roll. It's going to be a challenge rating of these are greedy fucks four. So you have to beat a twenty. 12 up because he's uh he's gonna do that i want to i want to go ahead and give him some uh some encouragement you know he's the one persuading it but i definitely want to try to back him up here uh that's a different thing it's called assisting oh basically you're just assisting his argument okay okay i I didn't know if it was i actually had to use my uh special ability to give him the benefit if you're still willing to use it i have an inability in persuasion Basically, you're 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 an asset, which negates his inability. Okay, okay. So I'm definitely gonna put on. So he's rolling straight. So yeah, so he's rolling straight. It's a twelve or higher. There you go. That is a ten. Damn. A ten. Now you can either accept the ten, or you can spend effort from your intelligence pool, three points, to try again. Hmm. Hang on, you asked for forty liters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can I step in and, and is this where as a uh, as a member of his party, if I realize that they're not really going to buy it, I could step in and take over the persuasive role? No. Okay, okay. Just wanted to make sure. You, you're assisting him, which would, I assume, you'd be trying to justify the 40 No, no, no. I was uh, seeing that he wasn't, good, like, seeing that they're not necessarily moved since we've gotten the role. I was asking more so as in a, uh, I could bargain. Well, I was waiting to see forward. if Mike wanted to, to spend the okay. three points okay. from his intelligence pool. Because you can only do this once. And it will cost you three points out of your pool. I'm guessing I'm trying to get back into the accent, right? I'm kind of <laughs> slipping into French a little bit there, and I hate it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to some of the clips from Beerfest during the break. Um, yeah, 40 liters. If, if this is too much a uh, sponsor bonusing link. Oh, God, not that again. We will not be sponsoring the Boom League. We like our sleep. Well, I mean, if you're not willing to sponsor the... And 40 liters is far too much. At most, five liters of fuel. Because we're already giving you first dibs on what could be priceless artifacts. You say priceless artifacts. How about this? The could also be junk. That's the risk you take, and why I'm willing to offer the five liters. Und, uh, now I'm still thinking of German. <laughs> right now he's going German. <laughs> ja, und uh, ten liters? 
five. Twenty liters. Uh, here's the, here's our offer. We get first dibs, but if there ain't jack shit in there, we'll go for twenty liters, and you get to have everything. If we find something of interest we want to leave with, then we'll honor only the five. This is a reasonable request. However, we have the right to veto whether or not you say you, if you have say you've not found anything of value. Because of our expertise, we reserve the right to veto you saying you didn't find anything. Well, I mean, obviously, if there's anything of reason, we're going to tell you because we want we want gas one way or another. If we find something worth taking, we're going to take that up. And if there's uh, anything... If up- you find nothing of value, if 20 liters. If you do, buy plus the item that you have requested. That's well, that we are already offering, I should say. That's unfair to you. I'm asking, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm asking my my boom yeah. buddy here. Yeah, not yeah, a... yeah, yeah, reasonable. Yeah, I'm behind that. All right. Well, in that case, and he kind of sticks his arm into the in, underneath the rope for a bit, and he sets down a book, a little like uh, not a booklet, but a, a journal onto the table. He flips it open, and you can see these hand drawn maps of what is clearly the heat. Drawn flat it, and you can see it flip through. All right, the area we need you to explore is over here. It is between the fallen building and the old church. You'll you'll see the landmarks, and he points out the where the debris is, and basically what it is. It's like what looks like a collapsed skyscraper next to what was probably a Gothic style church at one point that is also collapsed, and they're like mostly buried in trash and debris. But they they stand out. They're clearly something you could find. Once you find that landmark, there will be an old transport device that was painted yellow for some stupid reason. That has doors in the back. Go through those doors and travel down into the pit, in the underground of the pit. And from there, you will find an entrance to an old bunker. It is that bunker we need explored. Now, do we get a copy of the map as well? I'm afraid not. This is mine. This is why I gave you landmarks. Nope, that works, that works. So, uh... <laughs> I mean... I look, to get to the building if, and if stuff... We do the, and if, if we do the job, we, why not uh, just uh, copy? Or I'll saying this too, Skittles. Right. I mean, so long as he's okay with us copying it, but we're looking for a, a weird yellow transport and go, go through that and go down into a pit? If you have your own materials to copy, you may. But... I'm not expending that kind of money on a job. I mean, I would argue mm. ink is very easy to make, and like before there was paper, people were writing on leather. <laughs> yeah, I've got like a, a pen knife, so I can just carve it into a piece of something. You get the feeling that this guy it would be appalled at the idea of using leather as a writing medium. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, at that, at that rate. We should definitely do it then. Right? Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Straight up, I'm going to go ahead I and mean, like, I mean, I can certainly see the argument eye. for it not being a good map because we're rushing it, but, you know, at least a rough map, map I right. feel like would be a useful asset. Right, I'm going to fix So y'all pulling out a strip of leather and some ink and just kind of scratching charcoal. down. Charcoal. Charcoal. Roughly. Charcoal. He's, if he's got paper and ink, we've got leather and charcoal. <laughs> no, it has to be the knife and the and the leather. You got you got to carve it in there. Obviously, okay. Then we're gonna give it over to you, Monkshi, because I'm guaranteed I don't know how to draw. I can talk. I can talk circles around people, but there is no way in hell I'm a good artist. 
All right, so you copy it down. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll for this because you're literally just marking down landmarks rather than trying to actually do a one for one map here. I'm in hell. But as, as you are, as you're like got char or uh, charcoal on this leather, you can just see the, the guy like shivering, like <laughs> underneath the cloak. Oh, then he's really not going to like how I close the deal. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got it all copied down now, Very right? Well. Okay, yes. so now we're all copied down. I'll be like, okay. So, uh, any other, any other? Two th- final things. All right. Two final things. First, we will expect a report back within a week. Otherwise, we'll assume you have died or abandoned the job. Second, you need to be wary. It is not just our group that is interested in these sites. There is also the Gearhead Brothers, who are scavenging the pits of the heap. They will attack you on sight if they think there's anything of old world tech there. Gearhead brothers. You can usually recognize them by the tattoo they have on their forehead of a gear. That makes sense why they're called the Gearhead Brothers, then, eh? They are quite dangerous, as they have somehow figured out how to graft old world tech onto their body. They are quite dangerous. I think we can handle ourselves. What do you guys think? Yeah, my cousin What happens if, like, we bail? Well, obviously, we aren't going to get the reward, and they'll have to list for somebody else. Yeah, but then, like, we don't die. So, like, that's just kind of what I Well, of course, if you return, if you abandon the quest, then we will naturally have to have you killed. In order to keep our secrets. So okay, yeah. So we, if we don't die, is. we There's die. The catch. Okay. There's the catch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. If you wish to formally abandon it without having a price on your head, please return any maps you have of the area uh. that you have copied. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> One that he shuddered while we were making. <laughs> so uh, I guess that makes it a deal, doesn't it? Yeah. I do believe so. We will see you at room 14 in a week. Uh, hang on there now. As far as I know, anytime you're done with the deal, you got to shake on it. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh... That won't be necessary. <laughs> well, how do I know you, you're you not going to back out on if you don't honor it with a shake? Oh, because the bartender will put a bullet in my head. Ah, so we're going to go inform the bartender of our deal. So if you try to back out, we've got to... That is correct. The bartender is the uh, arbiter of all deals made here. Sounds fair. All right, all right. Kira was really excited about yeah. a old classic cowboy <laughs> handshake. <laughs> well, fine then. I wanted a handshake, but whatever. You know, we start standing up and pausing like, we need to take the key back or are you taking the key back? You will return both keys. That will inform the bartender that the deal has been struck. Great. And if he finds a dead body in here, yeah, it's your funeral. Well, then you better not die by the time we walk out of here. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> the ironic part he has a heart attack as soon as we leave right <laughs> I mean luckily uh, they, I'm I mean, or an aneurysm the silent killer <laughs> there ain't no such thing as a perfect system sometimes a guy just gotta get shot because some dude had a heart attack right <laughs> in that case go ahead and uh, pick up both keys definitely mumble- mumbling about how I was a little bummed about getting the Getting chipped out of a nice handshake. You know, nothing nothing seals a deal quite like a someone's word on their handshake. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, like, bummed about that as I turn and start walking out. Pause. Look to the other two. You guys coming or are you guys uh, got yeah. still questions to ask? 
I'm right behind you. Sounds great. Maybe we'll get lucky enough to find you a nice place to uh, get a dirt roll. Oh, I would love that. Thanks. <laughs> well, we'll keep an extra eye out just for you. And I'm like saying this as we're walking out and heading down the stairs. Party's still going on. Your eyes weren't gone too long. Ain't much changed. The line that y'all had caused at the bar uh, keep has faded at this point. <laughs> He seems to have worked his way through the crowd after you guys had backed up the line. <laughs> Obviously, we're just great at causing chaos. So, uh, we'll walk back up to the bar. I'm going to slap both keys down. You know, you're, you got some weird customers when they don't want to take a handshake to seal the deal. Yeah, we find a bullet works better. He takes the keys. He, he puts them, he puts both keys back on the rack and he reaches up and he just kind of rubs out the, uh, Unlisted job on the board with his wrist because it's up. It's on chalk on a chalkboard. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, girl puts a mug uh, back on the bar and walks towards the front door. Well, we might as well uh, get going now, yeah. Well, yeah. How else are we gonna get your boom races back started, right? Oh, I should have. Uh, uh, well, wait, no, never mind. You did ask. They told you no. Oh yeah, no, no. That's right. They did ask. I, I, I asked so many. I, I forget sometimes. Uh, it, it, my dreams will live on, but it, 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 it will take time. It's okay. We'll get it figured out one day. One day we'll get you into boom races, and uh, at least then, if you you go out in a boom, at least you'll be going out in a in your dream, right? Yeah. Says and walks out the door, looking a little more confident now. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, I do great at my job. <laughs> Definitely following right out. This is how I persuaded you. This is totally how I persuaded you, Monkshi. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> As y'all head out, y'all can see a clear like path in the road that leads down to the stairs into the pit. Now, I know we talked about issues with driving down the wall of the crater, but I will argue stunt biking. <laughs> you take the bike down the oh, yeah. stairs? Oh, there's no zipline? The- there's no zipline? What about the Robin? You can only carry one person with you on the bike. That's up to Robin's them if they want to try it. driving the Robin down. That's <laughs> on them. I don't have don't driving ca- skills. Earl is not leaving Greta up here. Nine. Greta, Nine. Right, uh, where I go, Greta go, yeah. Let, let, let's be honest. If the little... If the, <laughs> if, <laughs> this is insanity. You ask the... the uh, I cannot leave my steed. Nine. Uh, whenever said you had to leave your steed. Though, uh, what you going to do if you can't get it back up? Oh, nine, nine. Greta has more than enough power. If not, I will carry her. All right, just know I ain't helping you carry Greta back up. I- so I'll leave in the Robin and bring in Greta? The Robins, I mean, it's a bucket of bolts. But, well, actually, hang on, hang on. Can Honestly, we, uh- if it rolls down the hill, it's not going to be in worse shape. All right. <laughs> We're gonna go, I'm going to go over, uh, pop the hood. I'm going to steal the... Uh, alternator that'd be a good thing to take right the alternator not on two cars <laughs> yeah without the alternator i can't start yep. yeah so go over well i mean it can actually it'll just won't be able to go far honestly realistically you would want to take the starter which is a little harder to do but because the alternator will just uh recharge it so you if like when your alternator you fails, you think the battery is going to be yeah. strong enough to run that engine without an alternator? <laughs> Not for more than like five minutes, but you know, <laughs> five minutes like five in any direction miles. is kind of a pain in the ass. 
At the same time, I want to kind of try and convince him to try and drive the robin down. <laughs> I'm not driving the robin down. <laughs> Monkchi, you want to drive the robin down? So your security system is <laughs> take the alternator. Yep. If I knew how to take okay. the, spar- the the starter, I'd take the starter. So, <laughs> But I'm taking the alternator. <laughs> Out of curiosity, Glay, would uh, trying to take uh, both of them on the bike down the crater wall uh, increase uh, difficulty? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. By how much do you think? One One tier each? Uh, hey, I'm still waiting on that zip up, line. I'm still waiting to know if there's a zip line. Straight down. up, I would cut. Co- it would cost. Co- in order to do it, straight up, it would cost you immediately two points of your strength pool, and that's just before you even get the chance to try to make the roll. <laughs> and the roll itself would be at a one higher difficulty than you would expect. I mean that that's not a terrible cost. Uh, the other option is yeah, we could try and set up a zip line if nothing else. But I don't know if we. Yeah, have no, no, much, I'm asking if there is a zip line. Well, because if there's a zip line. That they already have, like, I mean, they were just talking about how it was a tourist town. Well, do they got a zip line down? Because if they got a zip line down. They definitely should. Then then we can go down the zip line and you can ride Greta down. No, there is no zip line leading into the heat. Damn it. Unfortunately. Mm. So uncreative. Uh, I don't suppose we can but argue for enough approach, cable to make a zip line, eh? <laughs> as y'all are discussing about, you know, how you going to get Greta down there, how many people is going to be riding it, y'all pull up to the... Uh, staircase that leads down into the heat it's a pretty big one honestly it was obviously a major undertaking taken with care because they want to be able to get a bunch of people down as well as the ability to haul what they find back up so it's a sturdy k staircase greta can make it down easy if it was just you but it is stairs after all (laughs) no hang on uh but as you approach back and forth stairs or are these like straight down straight down (laughs) nice Ooh, wait a minute. They said they can haul things and up. Does that mean that there's some kind of like a slide thing that they use to like lift things? Okay. The stairs have, you have on one side you have stairs and the other side you have stairs, but in the middle, it's basically a sled. Oh, hell yeah. So that you could, you could have a crew with a, like a sled tied up and pull it up the flat part of the stairs. We could take, we could take Greta and, and the little Robin down that. <laughs> As y'all approach, you can see that they, the uh, staircase is not entirely unguarded. There are a few people standing around, and one of the armed individuals approaches you. Are y'all planning on taking uh, that down into the pit or into the heap? Yeah. Well, All right, right, we won't stop you. We won't stop you, but we have been obligated to warn you. Any mechanical devices found in the heap are considered scrap and eligible for salvage. So if somebody takes that from you, and brings it back up, it is theirs. It's a finder's keeper's rule down there. So if you take it, you gotta protect well, it. If they keep, they find themselves that, yeah. Just get, we are obligated to warn you. I mean, let's be honest, outside of the cities, everything's fair game around here. Well, we try to keep this town as peaceful as we can. And you do great for that, that's why So I we have set outside. rules when it comes to salvage, and very strictly enforced. So anything in the heat is considered salvage. If you bring, if you can haul it out, it is yours. That is how this works. I guess if you just like attach yourself to that, and you know, if anyone salvages it, then you go with it. <laughs> or maybe we find a bush to hide it under, or some sort of like what's a bush? <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those big um, bundles um, of sticks. Yeah. We do have a small lot over here where you can store the vehicles 
They're not considered salvage there. You can make Rolls are shaking his head no. <laughs> All right. I mean, and I already got the alternator and spark uh, the alternator from uh, Robin, so. No, you're not. You, you didn't decide to take the Robin down the sled? I mean, I'm debating it. Nobody else seemed excited about it. I mean, I devil's advocate as a player, I'm saying do it, but <laughs> also as a player, I'm saying, yeah, no. Yeah, no, no, no. As, 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 as saying, a Earl player, will definitely not stop you. As a player, I want to find like a metal sheet and slide down this. But as uh, as Skittles, um, you could take the I hood. I could take the hood. <laughs> don't give me ideas. Munchie, you want to go sledding with me? <laughs> you want to go sledding with me? Uh, yeah, she's probably just gonna, uh, climb down. That's, <laughs> that's kind of her. Right? No, I see that she's, seeing that she's walking, I'm like, you know what? Earl, Greta, we will see you guys down there. Uh, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Monk She and, uh, not break my neck. Earl shrugs, fires up Greta with a thunderous roar and this, this Frankenstein of a racing bike uh, polished to a high chrome finish on the front and just the most ridiculous uh, drag bike rear you've seen with a bogger tire <laughs> revs uh, in does a you know, small burnout kicking out up a fair amount of dust and takes off uh, towards the sled. And uh, so uh, without yeah. them, just a standard stunt biking roll. This be a difficulty zero because there's a ramp. Yeah, I was going to say, so there's you, a you ramp. just succeed. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. If you're arguing, I, I could just do it. Then, yeah, no, 100%. Earl has taken off as fast as he can and popping a wheelie on this thing as he launches <laughs> over the edge. Before slamming down onto the ramp and just... Yeah, you know what I meant about how it has, like, two staircases with, like, a ramp between them? Yeah, he's going down the ramp between yeah, the two yeah, staircases. Could, yeah. Yep. That's difficulty zero, man. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that, that's perfectly fine, yeah, no. Your stopping might be different, when you hit the bottom might be different, but actually going on the ramp is fine. I mean, we call him Boomer for a reason. If he blows up at the bottom, he's gonna be a happy man. Because I get the feeling Boomer's not gonna do the safety slowdown before he hits the bottom. Well, to be honest, uh, I don't even think reasonable. he'll, I mean, uh, you can't uh, regret uh, in just... Having fun? No, she must uh, win in the gl- in the, uh, the glory of the uh, d- 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 boom race. She she, she has a purpose with the machine. She cannot nine. She cannot be disgraced like this. So yes, Earl is appropriately breaking as he gets near the bottom. <laughs> as you take off, you can hear the guard yelling out, "Happy salvage!" As he heads back to his post. Yeah. So, uh, you want to make a bet on whether or not that motorcycle makes it out of the, the hole? Me, me asking Monkshi. Yeah, I'm not, um, I wasn't going to discourage him because he seems so very excited, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to put too much money on it. I mean, I've been with him just a little bit longer than you have, and I'm going to be honest, I think he would probably rather sacrifice one of us than actually sacrifice that bike. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. No, no, no. Honestly, both of you. Hey everybody, this is Galay dropping in to let you know that the next episode is going to release on Monday, August 7th. And uh, remind you also that listeners can name an NPC or have one named after them by tweeting to us at wasteland underscore glass with hashtag glasscast. Send an email to wastelandandmediapod at gmail.com with the subject glasscast. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
or to send us a message on Tumblr uh, at Wasteland and Glass. Members of the voice cast stream every Saturday starting at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time until around 9 p.m. Hope to see you there. take too much longer before y'all head down there. Probably like ten minute walk going down the stairs. Meanwhile, he's got Greta doing donuts in the salvage at the bottom. <laughs> oh yeah, just burning out a tire roaring roaring along. At the bottom you basically find it's kind of like just kind of a compacted area. They kind of grabbed some sand for or some sand and dirt from the surrounding areas, just kind of created like a haphazard road, but it doesn't seem to stretch everywhere. It's more just like going in a bit. You're basically standing on top of what is essentially a giant scrap pile. <laughs> so, on the main section that they have a some kind of road made, you're fine with Greta, but as soon as y'all leave that, you're going to be making some driving rolls. <laughs> okay. And y'all will have to leave it, because the little map you said heads towards that building that's way off in the distance over there. Yeah, yeah. The road again. Oh, it's got, don't worry, it's got its own security system. But yeah, you thoroughly demolished the road doing donuts at the base of the thing. Oh yeah, no, Earl is just 100% cutting a rut in a circle into the whatever is amounting to the road down here. Yep, and you see uh, Monkshi and Skittles coming down the stairs. Drives (laughs) up into them, uh, slows uh, Greta down and over the roar of the engine goes, Ah, mine friends, you'll finally make it down. I mean, we can't all be lucky enough to have wheels like yours. <sighs> yeah, it, um... Is, uh, is, is not uh, what the Robin is for? <laughs> you might be skilled enough to get your bike down here, but I guarantee if we took Robin down that, Robin would end up being a part of the scrap heap, not just down in the scrap heap. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that. <laughs> so, guys, alright. Where's that map? Earl looks at Munchie. <laughs> yeah, everyone looks at the one that copied it down. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I know we talked about it briefly once, but are you sure? You sure they didn't just get take a little bit of your brain cells out when they. I, what are you even talking about? I am so smart. So don't even. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so <laughs> let me just wear. Which pocket did I put it in? I only have a pocket. pocket on okay. your ass. Here it is. Meanwhile, it's dangling from your tail above your head. <laughs> <laughs> Give that back to me, you scamp. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes we don't get along. Oh, uh, see, I, I knew it. You got two brains going on in there. <laughs> now, quite a question. I told you that we haven't quite gotten used to each other. Okay, like I'm still learning how to work her. Oh, you're working her, are you? Yeah, <laughs> think I'm gonna let her loaf. All right, guys. It looks like we gotta go over here, um, to our right over here towards that big old building. We're heading over. You to guys can head out. Skittles and Monkshi are fine, but I need a driving roll from <laughs> Earl. <laughs> this is going to be not too bad. Difficulty three. Difficulty three. Which I think would be difficulty nine. three. I'd say that uh, sounds. If I think it's going to go down to a two for you, won't it? Well, because uh, you're trained in that driving skill, which would count as an asset. Okay, so that would drop it down by one. So yes, that would be standard then. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. 
so no yeah. effort. B to six. What the hell was that roll? Oh, it's built in. Okay, I didn't yeah. realize that. Cool. Yeah, you succeeded just fine. Cool. So y'all are walking along, and you can see Earl just kind of like find these little flat planes that go boom, boom, boom. Just kind of doing small ramps like you see dirt bikes do. Just boom. He's taking this long snake-like pattern so he don't pass you too far. Just trying to keep up with you. So instead of like driving along for you, he's like passing in front of you every so often. <laughs> Occasionally bunny hopping uh, on a wheelie across areas, which makes no sense with a bike that is arguably like eight feet long and really front heavy, but he's doing it. I don't know if you can pop the wheelies in the in the waist in there, but you're definitely hitting some ramps. Getting a little <laughs> airtime. You know, if we were to ever slap a glider on that thing, you might actually be able to take off like an aeroplane. Yeah. So yeah, you guys uh, pull up to a small little area overlooking where the building, the class building was. You can kind of see the church off in the distance. And there's a little bit of like an orange corner sticking out of behind some debris. An orange corner or a yellow corner? Because I think we're looking for something yellow, right? Some people describe them as yellow. Some people describe them as orange. <laughs> I, she knows exactly I know. What it I is. saw that eye roll, and I'm just like 100 percent laughing because all I can think is, "We're looking for a bus, <laughs> a school bus, <laughs> exactly." Mm-hmm. Maybe we're lucky enough, and we'll find a find out that its number was 14, and then I've got some real extra good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Door was 14, bus is 14. I'm starting to see a coincidence here. So hmm. as y'all walk around towards that little uh, orange or yellow corner, depending on how you want to describe it, you see uh, what is, to us, the players, the back of a school bus. And it, those back doors are wide open. And when you look down, you can kind of see some of the chairs are still there and some are in debris. But you can walk down towards the front of the school bus from the back. And the doors at the front, you can see with that little bit of light flashing down into it, are open. Okay, so this is a question specifically to know if we're, like, how steep this is going down. Are we looking at, like, it's a slight incline? Like, it's, like, the equivalent of, like, you're just going to be able to walk down it? Or are we looking at, like, this went into a sinkhole and we're going to have to basically shimmy ourselves down the back of bus seats? You could walk down it. Okay. The problem that Mike is already seeing is Greta's not going to fit. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I would like uh, like to argue that it's possible, but I did describe her as having a big bogger tire on the back, so yeah. Yes, no, you did. No. And, th- and that tire by itself is probably a good three feet wide. So, yeah. I mean... Fred is a lady with some junk in the trunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My uh, Greta is... Uh, she, she has all her power in Zeria. So, my, my question is... Uh, is that how you like your ladies? <laughs> Oh no, Greta is the only lady for me. Oh, is that so? <laughs> okay, okay. And like, as as I'm saying this, I'm like, well, you figure out how to get your lady down the bu- down the uh, vehicle here, because we gotta go. <laughs> and I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start climbing down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One moment. And Earl's gonna park the bike up against, you know, the scrap there. Shut it off. Pull the tarp out of the saddlebags and throw it over, you know, so it, from a distance, you know, at least enough to make it look like it's just part of the terrain. 
<laughs> but the real, uh, the important part is if anyone gets close enough, that thing is rigged, rigged to blow. Yeah, blow up Greta! <laughs> oh my god. Mm, I'm tempted to put a GM intervention offer here. But I can only do it on a roll. And I'm not making you roll for this because there's nothing to roll. So, you're good. And then Roll's gonna go over to the back of the bus and start walking down inside and shrugging. It's a little steep, but like I said, the, the remains of the chairs are still there, so you have plenty of handhold. It, there's no difficulty check to go down it. So, it's a slope, but it's not too so steep that you would have to climb. Yeah, as Earl's uh, using each of the seats to, as, you know, handholds to make his way down, nice and steady. Turn back to the other two and go, ah, uh, I, uh, uh, thought, uh, I, my, my uh, light source is, uh, broken? I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Earl, was that a, uh, was that a thought or a fuck? Sometimes your accent gets a little too heavy. Mine Can thought. You repeat that. Mine oh, thought. A, a thought. Okay. Okay. Just yeah. Mine thought sure. is uh, get the it, it darkens on the ground and uh, my my night is broken. Uh, uh, either you have a light. Oh, light. We're talking about light. Great. I'm glad to know. And I'm gonna like look around. Do I have a to see if I have a. A light on my person's kind of same time looking at Monkshi Monkshi, you got a light? Um, I have a candle. I mean, by fire be purged, bitches. <laughs> Another question is actual question. Do I have a flashlight? <laughs> is it on your equipment sheet? Nope. The nope. No flashlight. However, here. if you had the experience, you could spend it for that. But I think a few of you still have some resources that you didn't spend during character creation that I've allowed you to use to gain equipment that you need that you may have purchased. At How some much is a flashlight? A uh, light stick is going to cost... Ooh, those actually probably be moderate yeah, costs because yeah. those are hard mm -hmm, to get. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, a torch would probably be cheap. Yeah. I mean... But a light stick, an actual flashlight. Yeah, but, you know, like a flashlight or anything like that is going to be a rarity. Well, I mean, realistically, I've got a moderate purchase item still, so I can, uh, I'll, I'll, if you're okay So sometime in the past, you were at a market and went, ooh, shiny. Yep, and definitely got myself a flashlight. <laughs> you know. So yes, you have a flashlight. I got a flashlight, so as we're, uh. So, as you click the flashlight on at the front of the bus, down in the pit, you finally get some real light down there other than what was draping in from the back of the bus. You can see clearly see that the front doors of the bus are open, and behind them, you can see what is seems to be the entrance to a sealed bunker that is no longer sealed. The doors are open, and you can see a chain laying on the ground with a freshly snipped link. Doors? Are we talking like big, thick metal uh, vault doors? Or yes. Oh okay. shit! But they were chained shut. Yep. Are we talking high quality chain, or are we talking like cheap? Heavy duty oh. chain. Somebody took some bolt cutters to this recently. <sighs> well, when it rains, it's acid. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. As I'm still holding my flashlight, I'm gonna pull out my gun and be at the ready. We did get told there's gearheads, right? Gonna go ahead and like ready my pistol. Like make sure, like gonna hold, like do that whole thing where you hold your hold the flashlight between my elbow and everything. Make sure like my gun's all ready because who knows what's about to happen. I don't want this thing backfiring and then. 
get ready to one hand up with a flashlight, gun in my other hand, like, okay, here we go. Oh, no, see, yeah, you you hold the the flashlight on top of the gun. Oh, there you go. Flashlight on top of the gun. There you go. There you go. Okay. (laughs) All right, well, I feel like you should lead the way. (laughs) Um, You know, I'll... I'll uh, I'll bring up the rear. <laughs> you are the rear. Um, no, realistically, just gonna just just for the reminder, half the shit I do, I don't want to be on the front line. I'm saying this as I'm like slowly walking in, and I'm starting to like lower my voice down because obviously it's freshly cut, so there's a high chance there's someone in there, and uh, don't really want to be drawing more attention. In fact, I'm wondering if I should be turning off this light. So as you're slowly stepping in, I want a, a stealth roll from the party. Ooh, okay. So please, for newbie, newbie Danny. Um, does if anybody has it trained, you can. one of you has to roll, but anybody who's trained can give an asset to the person rolling. Trained in? A stealth skill. You have to actually be trained in a stealth skill. Could I make an argument an for stunt biking? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I, I have no stealth, so. I mean, no, I, I don't have anything, unfortunately. All my stuff's mental resistance and shit. <laughs> you ain't talking me out of doing something I want to do. I guess since I'm going in first, I'm doing the roll. Does anybody have anything to... Uh... Uh, looks like that's a no. All right. For sure, I saw Carly shaking her head no. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got dodge. Uh, changes to your skills there. Because those are speed-based, not intellect-based. That makes sense. Yeah, you took dancing. You I'll, honestly probably could have taken stealth under dancing because it was a balance thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and precision movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, stealth is definitely and, and like stealth is something that. So you you could swap that dancing for like a stealth skill if you wanted to, because you haven't danced anything and the skill that you took that slot for could go for stealth. Yeah, I like the idea of that being stealth. Or has okay, have so dances turned into the new kung fu? Everybody was kung fu <laughs> fighting. Okay, so Denian is gonna roll then, and Monkshi can give an asset so that'll reduce the difficulty by one. There are four of you, so that's automatically gonna be a four on the difficulty plus one. So five difficulty minus one is four. Three of us. So twelve. Three. Well, I'm looking at the screens. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm yeah sorry. you're you're not here, Glaze. Stop it. <laughs> I'm counting I, the I screens. I apologize, but you are, uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, um, I miscounted. You are God. <laughs> you are not a player. <laughs> so three plus one would be four minus one because of the asset. So it's difficulty of three. So nine or higher. Eight to nine. It's a ten. <laughs> So yes, that is a success. You guys managed to actually bring your voice levels down to a obvious stealth whisper. You're not like making too much noise going through. Apparently, uh, Skittles was actually pretty good in the lead for his like guiding through quietly. So as you're entering with the flashlight going down, you can see a long hallway, um, and there's several doors along the way. A few of them seem to have been collapsed and sealed away. Others seems to have been opened recently. But none of you can hear or see any kind of other lights going on ahead of you at this time. There are three doors that you could access that have already been. The rest have been sealed with a collapse. Is there any physical evidence in front of these doors, like uh, boot prints or um, disturbed um, rocks or something? 
to indicate where, because definitely somebody has been in here before us to, to indicate where that person or person. If you gone. have some kind of perception or a tracking skill, but you could make a roll for me. Mm. So I do not. As as we're talking about that okay. too, can I? I'm going to ask a quick question because you're saying this is a hallway. I'm guessing because it was some kind of a bunker. Are we looking at like a fairly like? Is this like a five foot wide hallway? Or are we looking at like a ten foot wide hallway? Uh, this is probably a five foot wide, and the walls are made of concrete. Okay, and then um, you talked about there's three doors that we can tell have been opened, but they have not been actually. Uh, are they like at the end of the hall or are we talking like side doors? You have two on your left coming up and then the last one is at the very end of the hall. Okay. Um, as we're walking, because I'm guessing, are we stopping guys or are we still walking more? Uh, is, uh, you have the, the lead that's kitted. Okay. So since I've got the lead, my first thought is, is as we're walking up, I'm going to... Um, try to look into the first one for like the one on like the one on the left closest to us first as we're walking up my idea being i don't want somebody to be able to sneak up behind us if somebody is in here you pull up and you peek in and you look into a room that has shelving lined up it's not a huge room uh it's probably about 10 feet across at the widest point and long about 15 feet and inside you see a bunch of shelving that is heavily cramped together and stacked up on the shelving seems to have been, probably was at one point, canned food and some jars. So, some, a lot of the jars seem broken. Some of the cans seem like they're still sealed, but they're all rusted up. Can I either use uh, found food to take any of the cans that are still viable? Because that is a commodity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel Go like ahead. we should take some food. Go ahead, make your find food. See which ones are still edible. Anybody uh, have a... Difficulty... Oh, right. Uh, the difficulty would be... I'm going to say this could be a difficulty six, because these have been here for a while. Okay, so I am gonna be trained in fine food. Could I argue for that uh, dropping down to a five, then? Yeah, about okay. to bring it down to a five, so you're looking at a 15 up. Okay. Well, that's something I'm super worried about, so I'm not putting any effort into it. Ha ha ha! That's an 18 that's delay. That's a hell of a roll. <laughs> and you also got a... I don't think you can... No, you have to get a... 19 for a minor effect for that. As you're going through, and you're just kind of sifting through, you're like, no, 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 that's got a rust hole in it. Uh, no, no, wait, ain't right. No, no, no. And all in the back, you could find, it's inside of what was probably a uh, barrel of oil at some point. You find a can that had fallen into the oil and had thus stayed airproof the entire time they were down here. The oil itself has gone bad a long time ago. But it protected this can of peaches. Oh hell yeah! Peaches, peaches come. You from have a can. can of peaches, and this—it's a a nice big like serving size. It's like what you would find at a school oh, size can. We're talking like one like, of those these are intended ones? for yeah, like a, yeah, like this big three gallons oh, of peaches, big old can. Look at of that! That's peaches. sweet. Yep, that's going in the pack. Yeah, it's good to find the uh, spiced peaches. Spiced peaches, huh? Does that mean they're spicy? Take it out, kind of like slide the oil off. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Like, no, no, no. You kidding me? We're talking big can. This thing, like, I will straight up like pull off part of my jacket so we can like get some of that oil off. This is a nice can. No, 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 no. Nine, nine. Leave, leave the oil on. It, it, it is what the ages it, right? 
Okay, okay, okay. To clarify, that is cooking oil, not machine oh, oil. Oh, yeah, no, it's not machine oil. The cooking oil can stay on 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like black gross like motor oil. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just cooking oil grease. I spent no, sitting basically on it what for you found was a pantry. Years. Okay, and uh, so that's all we're finding. I guess we're going back out. We're gonna peek back the way we came, look back to the way we were going, and uh, unless DM has any interventions, we're gonna repeat the action on our hopefully next pantry. <laughs> Hopefully next pantry. As you come up to the next room, you look inside, you can see a line of bunks. Oh, how big is this room? Uh, about the same size as the other one. They seem to be uniform. Okay. It's just a line of bunks. Okay. Does it look like there are personal effects in these bunks? No. All the, any kind of fabric there is long, just Mocking. decayed. To, okay. There's no reason yeah, to, to root through. Not that you can see straight off, no. I always hate when a DM says... Not straight off, because my immediate thought is, is ransack the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're trying to be stealthy. Uh, on to the next one. Yep, on to the next one. So yeah. zigzag across the way to our right Two one. down, um, uh, one to go. Two down, one to go. All right. As you hit the end of the hallway and you go look into the door, you realize it's a stairwell leading down. No up. Definitely check no it. Up. I don't care. Just down. <laughs> okay. There's no up. All right. Down. You know, I've never really liked going down things. As I say this, as like I'm in a whisper as I slowly just start like going down, trying to keep like at angle best as possible. I'm like, I don't want it to just sneak out on us. <laughs> He's like, quit being so specific. <laughs> <laughs> like we have to keep going, guys. I mean, like I'm super happy about our can of peaches but like this isn't worth a whole lot here and i'm kind of hoping we'll find something we want to get because i don't think that guy is gonna give us enough yeah nine I don't think uh it's gonna give us anything nine uh peaches are, are not uh what uh not what uh, using uh 15 liters, 15 liters so yeah the motor explode I mean, go down it's like pause i've got like the flashlight back it up at them looking back down i mean i'm not I'm not too experienced in all of this stuff, but I will be honest. I'm like whispering as I'm going down the stairwell. Any time you got big doors like that, I would imagine there's something that goes boom somewhere. All right. As you hit the next landing that has a door that leads into this level, it's closed, but it's not destroyed or collapsed or anything. But there is stairs that still lead down. So your choices are go through the door or continue down the stairs. Is there a window in the door? No. Is the door open at all? I was going to say, what I'm going to try to do since I've got the lead, as I'm still looking kind of down the stairs, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can't, like, try to turn the handle, see if there's any give at all, or if this is something that's might, like, if it's already secured or if it's already been open, kind of a deal. It fights you a little bit, but as it snaps, you realize it was probably just some age and rust that was preventing it. Sweet. But the door does, the door handle does click open. So you could push it open if you want it. <laughs> that is a dangerous statement. Um, I'm going to, oh, crap. <laughs> I don't want to put down my gun. I vote, I, vote for go, I vote for going lower. I feel like the, the, the best treasures will be buried further beneath. I think you're right. But there's also a high chance that if we get lower and there's more people down there, we aren't going to be able to get to look through this on our way back up. We can check. 
the other room. Yeah. See if there's any peaches. Ah, yeah. peaches. Rolls uh, resting his shotgun on his shoulder at this point, just shrugs. We got time. We've been at this uh, not even half day, so yeah, we we, we got time. Okay, that being said, if we, they all think we're, we've got time, um, I think we might, like, if we think we got time, we think we can come back up. Oh, I no, no, we... saying, like, we have time, we can explore this offshoot. Okay, okay. Going down further and looking is not, you know, we have to do it right now. Valid. Okay, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and put my shoulder to this door. It's going to make so much noise. It's going to make so much noise. But yeah, no, I'm going to go ahead and uh, shoulder this door with a little bit of force. As you're going to open it quietly, you do get a small snap as some bit of rust kind of went away. You just kind of pause for a moment. You don't hear anything. So you just continue to push the door open. And this room, it's another hallway, like it, has, it was up there. <laughs> but instead of the concrete walls on the side, it's a bunch of like glass offices. And through what you can see with your flashlight, it seems to be a bunch of file cabinets and desks and some weird boxes sitting on top of the desk that you don't recognize in each side of the, each of the rooms. They're all connected. Think of like, you know, a stereotypical police office where you walk through and you see glass doors and offices lining down. That's kind of what you're seeing. Right, right. It looks like very office. Like even, even though it's post-apocalyptic, we would recognize like some sort of political gathering of some sorts. Like this is some sort of like a workspace this is the paperwork section of whatever this facility is and you can see the file cabinets paper stacks that seem very old at this point <laughs> and some weird boxes that have like smaller boxes on the back of them i mean the other thing is you know we may not know what this is for but we're also not scholars so we're not gonna give a shit if it doesn't no. look valuable, we have no interest in it. Yeah, no, definitely gonna like try to peek into a box and if it's got papers, just be like, yep, nope, we're going on. Well, the box I'm describing on the desk or computer. Oh, I thought you were talking like there's like some kind of like a cardboard <laughs> box. So yeah, no. no. Okay, if that's the case, their computers, it's like, well, you know, might be able to get some scrap out of some things later, but uh, I think we're good to just keep going. And I'm just gonna go ahead and like leave the door slightly open, let them decide and wait a second. See. Yeah, might might as well uh, keep moving on down the see, hallway here. I'm I'm not seeing anything that uh, piques my interest. What about you, Monkshi? You think we need? Yeah, no, we're good. We can like grab something from here on our way back if we have some space in our pockets or whatever. But like, yeah, let's yeah. keep on going. Sounds good to me. And I'm gonna go ahead and turn around and start like going down that staircase there. All right. As you go down, you find the next landing. This door is open. Oh, click, click off, and click, click off. As you're approaching the door, you can hear a ting, ting, ting. Yep, nope, clicking that flashlight yeah, off. Yeah, you click. I'm clicking that flashlight off. Whatever's there could potentially see the light. I'm clicking that off. Are you going to take a look? Mm, I'm going to pull out my other gun. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to take a look. All right, as you look in, you immediately realize that What's up here is kind of like a catwalk above some kind of manufacturing area. But it's not just a catwalk. It kind of separates off into like smaller workstations. And it's got like separate tools over there. And walking across the catwalk away from you is a figure with a light mounted up on its shoulder pointing forward and draped in cloaks. And you can hear just metal on metal every time it takes a step. Oh, good lord. 
Now, just to be clear, we're on the catwalk over manufacturers. Basically, we're looking at like a two-story thing. Can we tell how tall the, what kind of area the manufacturers, like are we looking at a two-story, three-story? Do we not know? It's about a 20, it's about a 20-foot drop. Okay, okay. Because basically, you basically, you have what was clearly the living quarters upstairs. Okay. Then you had the office areas. And now you're to the actual meat and potatoes of what this place was built. <laughs> and uh, what do you see, uh, Skittles? Uh, we've got some kind of freaky click clack that's got a light on its shoulder. So, I mean, like that's it. Are they standing in the room, staring at the wall? Uh, what, the, what, the, what, the, what, the, what, what is going on? Whatever we got here is some kind of a manufacturer setting, that's for sure. But whatever we want, we're probably gonna have to get past our uh, catwalk buddy here, and he's uh, um... is he's cloaked, so I can't tell just how uh, armed or not this guy is. Heck, if it's even a guy. And uh, so the options are the attack or the battle. Gonna like kind of peek back. I mean, I could try to sing into it. <laughs> half serious, half joking. Yeah, all frog, all frogs. Um, I mean, if we want to try, like, I can always just kind of like climb along the catwalk underneath, like sort of like swing along, um, try to be stealthy about it. And get ahead of him without him noticing that I'm there. I mean, you can do and, the best. And uh, Monkshi uh, be uh, plan B? Monkshi plan B? This um, would uh, make sense. Uh, you, uh, skitters, uh, try and uh, persuade them first. And if there's that failed, well, then Monkshi? I mean, let's let's be honest. Uh, it might be better to let Monkshi go first. and. Uh, yeah, I feel like stealth is better to try over yeah, 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 yeah. negotiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you stepped step under the, the, you, uh, skitters, you said there was a cat talk, monkey, you said, stepped under the cat walk, and if a negotiations, no, negotiation go, uh, uh, south, uh, then you can jump to the, uh, aid. Yeah? Uh, I mean... <laughs> I think what Sounds he's like a very. I think what he's saying, Monkshi, is uh, we let you try to sneak past by, see if you can't see anything good, and if it looks like you're going to get caught, we can try some negotiation talking, and if that don't work, at least then we got a little bit of an advantage of having it being sandwiched between us. <laughs> I mean, I think it's either that or just leave this floor. <laughs> you know, I don't know. We'd see if we can find another way. I would rather get this guy right now than have to deal with him if we're on the manufacturer floor and we've got more buddies to deal with. But I can't see. He's about 20 feet down to whatever's going on down there. And if he's guarding anything down there, there's a high chance. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Earl racks the shotgun. You're going to sneak around and crawl underneath the walk? Is that what I'm following? So, um, Monk, she's going to like try to just kind of like swing under the catwalk okay y'all are still operating under a successful stealth check so you ain't gotta make me a stealth check yay but i will need an acrobatics or some sort of equivalent from you okay well this is going to be a difficulty where's that chart at uh this is going to be a i'll say difficulty four i mean could we potentially argue that she's got monkey limbs well she has a skill i think parkour parkour Mm -hmm. yep there you go so that'll bring it down to difficulty three. 
which is a nine or better. All right. I'm going to roll. Is it difficulty three? Yep. So nine or better. Roll, 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 roll. What? Sorry. What does effort to roll mean? Zero? Effort is when you can spend points from your pool to reduce the difficulty even further. Gotcha. All right. No, I'm good. Fuck. That's a success. Oh, I was looking at the wrong number. (laughs) (laughs) 13 definitely beats a nine. Okay. Monkshi sneakily crawls out and just kind of crawls over the railing a little bit and swings underneath and just starts going across. And as you're going across, you can hear a doom, doom, doom beneath you. And you kind of look down as you're swinging and you can see three more figures walking down in the manufacturing floor looking around. They've also got the flashlights on their shoulders and they're looking around, focusing on the different equipment below. Okay, so now as she's moving forward, is there a spot for us to be able to move into the room and be... Uh, like on the catwalk so that we're able to be at a point of aid for her. Yes. And as you've all entered on the catwalk, note for me, you are no longer working on the same stealth check. Because oh. now everybody's working on a completely different Everyone's on their platform. own. Well, no, you're out and walking on a different floor. Oh, structure. you got a metal grate beneath you. So it's going to be much higher to make a stealth check from here. Okay, okay. So do we need that rule? She went on a different route, which is why she gets to avoid this. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so do we need that stealth roll now, or are we waiting? Are y'all trying to be sneaky, sneaking across all that? If you do, then oh, yes. Oh, I was not planning on sneaking across it. My idea was literally step onto the catwalk, or whatever, there. If, they, if it's straight onto the metal, then it was more so just kind of get in, sidestep, and be ready in the event that I need to step in kind of a deal. Okay, so you just stepped into the room. You're not actually walking No, not walking that, across so it. Yeah, it. this is very much a just kind of crouch at the door, like right off to the side of the door waiting. So um, there's no uh, destination for me, um, right? I'm just kind of, I was just doing a little recon. Well, as, as you go across, you can see staircases on the other side that lead down that you couldn't. Work your way towards if you want to drop down rather than climb over a railing. Uh, I'm wondering if I should just go back to the group. Uh, no, I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna continue on. I'll continue on and and because uh, I saw that there were three people down below, right? So yes, I'll try and continue uh, investigating. All right. So you're just keeping an eye on the three down there, then. Yeah, like that sort of tailing them. across. Yeah, they they kind of scattered around. They're just. Mm. going around searching like you guys are planning on doing same with the guy on the railing he is on his he's working his way towards the stairs at the side all right so then uh, i guess i'll get myself to like a vantage point where i can kind of keep an eye on as many of them as possible and see if uh any anyone finds anything or or i can get a clue right. into to maybe what it is they're specifically looking for and it, I, it's definitely the whatever it is we're looking for earl and skittles what are y'all doing up there y'all stepped onto the uh Catwalk so thanks to these guys' lights that we can actively see, my, I guess my big question is, is how much of the manufacturer can see? Because like, you didn't mention seeing the three down below before. Can we see the light from their shoulder lights? You can now that you've stepped into the room. Okay. So the, the ledge was stopping you before okay. because of how far down it went. Now that, But now you can see them. Now that being said then, from where we're currently, or at least from the vantage point we're at, is are we able to see if there's anyone else or are we as of right now are we pretty sure it's only these four these four are the only light sources you can see since i'm pretty sure that's what you're looking for 
I mean, also kind of just taking in the idea that if we've been in the apocalypse long enough, we know to kind of see if there's any movements in the shadows aside from Monkshi. I mean, there's a high chance someone else could do the same thing we just did somewhere else. So you're specifically looking for people who are not in the lights. Yeah. Is that correct? I would need some kind of perception check from you. If you have a skill to reduce it, you can use that. But this is going to be at a difficulty well, no, there's light in the room. Yeah, that's where so I was like... it's not going to be that. So it's going to be a difficulty four. Four? Okay. Um, and as far as the skills and whatnot works, that would be more so... For a perception skill or something like that. No, I've got anything. mental resistance and uh, concentration, so... Just got to find that little dice. So, you got to beat a 12. You matched it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you... you Take a moment to try to adjust your eyes to the shadows of the room, trying to avoid the brights of the spotlights that are circling below. Um, but the only shadow you can see moving around is Monkshi. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and kind of look over to Earl. Like It's Earl, right? I mean, okay. Pigeon Eater Earl, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go look over at uh, Pigeon Eater Earl, or uh, Boomer, as I seem to like to call him. I'm going to hold up four fingers. Hopefully that he recognizes we've got four enemies. Not saying anything, just trying to show him. He, he nods and con- continues to quietly make his way across a catwalk. Okay, so he's crossing the catwalk. Yeah, I mean, for our I need a stealth check yeah. from you. I mean, <laughs> trying to wait more until this the is figure be... is actually all the way across, or at least a good ways across. But uh, Difficulty four, right. base, because uh, more difficult, because it's a metal floor. Right, I'm not trained in it, so control some. Well, shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is a nap. Now my question one. is: Are yeah, are crit fails a thing in this? <sighs> yes. <laughs> is there any? Does it specify? It means I get to do a GM intrusion for free. Okay. Oh, or is it something oh, that now is that, that something that unlike Savage Worlds, I can like uh, force a reroll on if I spend? Uh... No. Okay. <laughs> the thing I was letting you do earlier is you can try again. But you rolled a natural one. Yep. Yeah, well, that's so what I was wondering I is if it, yeah, if it, all right, yeah. Okay. So as you, you see, you look over, you see Skittles go forward, you just kind of give a slight nod, you go to sneak across, and literally the first step you take seems to be on the most rusted part of this whole goddamn ramp, and your foot just goes straight through. Oh. And knocks a piece of the grating down, and you're like, ding, bang, boom, as it hits the ground. And next thing you know, you're blinded by a spotlight being shined right in your face as the guy in front of you turns around. And three more just kind of look up right on. So, Monkshi, you just see Earl just get highlighted by four spotlights from four different directions. I mean, wouldn't she only see the leg, though? <laughs> she can see the leg sticking out of the bottom, too. Okay. <laughs> but you're just highlighted by all these spotlights. And the one that looks at you, and you um, you can't quite see their face just yet, because you just got blinded by a spotlight shining in your face. But Skittles, you can see the face of the one up on the railing that just turned around and looked at him. And you can see on the forehead is a gear-shaped tattoo. And instead of a mouth, there's a speaker. And then you can hear just like a crackling, intruders! Well, there goes our stealth. I'm gonna stand up. Well, let's... And then... Two arms get raised, pointing at Earl. They, they're holding pistols. And the two more metal arms come up from underneath the cloak and point at him. And they also have pistols. 
And now we go for initiative. Ah! <laughs> okay, so uh, initiative. This is we we're actually going to go ahead and uh, roll a d twenty. Correct. Uh, initiatives are speed checks. I oh crap! <laughs> so how does that work then? Let me double check. I believe all of us actually came with an initiative skill. Yes, you have an initiative skill that you can roll. Uh, the difficulty for the initiative is going to be three. Okay. Da, 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 da. Ooh. <laughs> Makes sense. Your foot's stuck. <laughs> yeah. you, what's sad is you missed it by two points. Okay. So, this is how this is going to work. Skittles and Monkshi will go before them. Uh, you can go whatever order you two decide. There's no set which one goes first based on a roll. You get to pick. Then they'll go. And then Earl will go. Um, I'm kind of far away. There's nothing. There's not a whole lot that I can do. I feel like... Well, I've already got my guns at the ready. So if you're down for it, since I've already... I've literally had my guns out since we've entered the floor. Between you two, who is going first, you get one action on your turn. Just one. Uh, so quick question with that. Since I have the Will's two weapons at once, does that allow for me to fire both weapons? I think that is a whole thing that you get to do with your two weapons at once. Okay. Yes. Uh, let me double check. I think that was the whole thing of the feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dual light wield. You can use two light weapons at the same time. You make two separate attacks, but it only counts as a single action. Sweet. So I'm, you're good with me going first, Monkshi? Yes. All right. So um, just because this one's, I can see he's got four, um, I'm going to try to shoot the one that's at the same level as us with both my pistols. All right. Uh, go ahead and make your first shooting roll. Um, difficulty three. I was hoping. You're using a light weapon, so that'd be difficulty two. So you gotta beat a four. Um, <laughs> I'm using a light weapon and I'm, I, I have, uh, I'm skilled in white, uh, light weapons. Right. You are, are you trained in your shooting? Um, I am not, I do not, no, I am not trained in shooting. Okay, then. Then that doesn't matter. The train just means you can use the weapon at no penalty. Okay. Oh, crap. So I got a 2 and a 19. So your first gun misses. You fire, you fire off, and it just kind of ricochets off the railing a little bit, sending some dust particles from the rust everywhere. But your other one is a 19, which means you get to choose a minor effect. Ooh. Um, where's the... Is there a list of minor effects? Or are you going to tell me what minor effect I can apply? There is... I got I to gotta write down all these page numbers so I can just <laughs> tell you what they are. Okay, minor effects. You can strike a specific body apart. You can knock them back, move past, distract. And I think the other thing you can do is increase the damage by one. Only by one? Just as a minor? Oh, it says dealing three additional points of damage with the attack for a minor effect. Oh, sweet. Yeah, let's go ahead and do five points of uh, damage. Your, your gun goes off. You first go pop, pop. And you can see the dust fly up. And you can also hear like a squish spark. As your other shot goes through his head, and he, he just kind of stiffens and then just falls back and collapses onto the railing. That's right, motherfucker! Straight up, like I am stoked. I just headshot him. I don't. I totally forget about my stuff. Just straight up. That's right, motherfucker! And just like jump up and land back on the catwalk. Stealth out the window. We're already in trouble. Might have gotten one of the guys to look one away down. from my buddy. <laughs> Three to go. <laughs> Monkshi. I can 
I can like part of my special abilities is to jump really far or to kind of like push something and distract. But I'm trying to decide if we should try if I can, you know, they don't know that I exist still. Um, I'm going to say while these guys are distracted, I'm going to keep an eye on the situation, but I'm going to look around for whatever it is we might be wanting to find in this room. Okay, so you're spending your action searching for any kind of thing important here. Yes. All right, I would need a perception skill check from you at a difficulty five, because all the spotlights are currently on Earl. <laughs> I mean, hopefully okay. some of them got switched over to me. Like, definitely try. I'm like... Per- forgot, but at the same time. Well, one one's just pointing straight up to the roof because the dude just fell over. <laughs> and the other right. three are on her. <laughs> There's a nice glow <laughs> haloing the room because one's at the ceiling. Well, one, actually, yeah, if one's pointing at the ceiling, wouldn't that uh, help a little bit? She's looking down. Yeah, but it, like, it lights up the... I mean, yeah, you, you know how light works, you know. It, it basically makes all the shadows darker below it. Mm. All right, you know you're the one set. You're the one describing the scene because it's fine. It's still a possible role. You can spend effort to make it easier if you want. Oh, that's true. Because this is going to be unskilled. Um. Uh, would this be an intellect? Yes. Okay. So, do I like take a number out of my pool or? It's three. Uh, yeah, you could spend three from your intellect pool in order to reduce the edge by or reduce the difficulty mm. by one. And if what you was have the an edge, again? if we have an edge, she doesn't in oh. intellect. Her edge is in might. Uh, because you have an effort value of one, you can only do it once. If you had an effort value of two, you could have done it twice for more points. But so I bring it down from difficulty five a, to a difficulty four. And I take that, move that down to nine. And then, am I just rolling a d20? Yes. I don't have yeah, it. Yeah. So. Hey. Whee. That is a success, because all you needed was a 12. So yeah, you're looking around. Um, you could just barely see on one of the desks down in the manufacturing section. You can see all these different like mechanical arms that are kind of like pointing over this device, where it seems like it was done for precision work. And you can see a faint glow coming from a device that's still sitting on that particular part of the manufacturing site. It's very, very faint, but something is glowing. Glow sticks. <laughs> Radiation. <laughs> um, Snap all right, shake. well then I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to head over there and then uh, like, see if I can pick it up, take it out with us. Well, the search was your action. The search so. was my action. All right, cool. Yes. So then we move on to their turn and they're all gonna fire a girl. So I since they're down below, they they're gonna have a harder time hitting anything besides my leg. You need to make a speed defense roll. Okay, so just roll the d twenty. I I don't know how. So how does this work? Do you have dodge or anything like that? Uh, no. So then you're doing this untrained. All right. You can spend effort. You still spend effort. Difficulty is gonna be three base. Well, no. Difficulty... Uh, I'm going to say difficulty five, because there's three of them shooting at you. So yeah, I'm going to increase the difficulty fair. beyond what it would normally be. Can I argue for dropping down to a four again, because they are shooting up the... St- I am still mostly covered by grading at this point. 
yeah, you know what? I could let you use the uh, the rating as an asset to the roll, so that would decrease it to a four. Okay, so looking for I count that as an asset for to be to twelve. I think I'm gonna hope I don't get a one. <laughs> well, that's an eighteen. <laughs> You weren't getting touched either way. <laughs> yeah. So have lights, but these you got your foot <laughs> stuck in the railing, and you just kind of you can hear the pop, 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 pop of all these pistols going off, pointing at you. You just kind of curl up because there's not really much else you could do, and you just happen to curl up on the one piece of ra- railing that is solid and intact, and you hear a thunk, thunk, thunk beneath you as you just get out of the way of the bullets just flying past you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's easy when you, you uh, know how to lay, lay, lay down low. <laughs> it is now your turn, Earl. Uh, what would it take to get actually get my leg out of the grating? Oh, it's out. That was all thematic. Kind of, okay, I can pull it out so I can move over to the edge of the catwalk and uh, shoot. It's not really a move action. It's because the catwalk's tiny. Yep, it's no, more just... Just want to uh, check Roll. first. Boom. And then so I started blasting off. I started blasting off. I am not trained in shooting, so unfortunately this is going to be... Set off. Okay. Yeah, so difficulty would be... Normally three, but it is a shotgun... Or sawed-off shotgun at a 20-foot range, shooting down. I'm still say three. Okay. It's a scatter shot. Go for boom, it. Boom. Uh, that's right. an 11. There you go. So. That'd be four damage. Mm-hmm. All right. You you lean over. You just pop a little rain of bullets down. And you can just see it like scatter over one of them. You can see a couple of sparks that kind of hit some metal parts seem to be on them. But you can see the dude stagger a bit. And then he goes a step forward. And then his leg comes out beneath him and he collapses. Does he appear oh, yeah, dead? That's how it's done. So we're down to two. Ew. Hey, look, these guys don't have a lot of help. And we move back up. We move back up to the top, which is going to be uh, Hey, asshole. I'm going to go ahead and can I? Okay. So I know I get to use both of them in one action. Do they have to go to the same target? Nope. Sweet. I'm firing one at both the individuals. All right. Separate your rolls. Roll the first, Roll the first one. one. Difficulty three. Uh, hang on. So I go in here. I roll the dice. Well, that ain't hitting. Nope. You can see that <laughs> you come in and try to be all badass. Pop. pop up. And you can just see the bullets ricochet off some kind of metal in, underneath their cloaks. You just hear tink tink. And they just keep pointing just the guns up. Just, you know what? I'm just going to play with this. I straight up. Can I, can I talk or is that an action? Oh, you can talk. Okay, just be like, that's your warning shot. You can stop now. The next ones are going for your brains. <laughs> Trying to play it off like it wasn't just bad aim. Yep. <laughs> you, okay. I brained your other buddy. I'll brain you too. <laughs> Monkshi, you're up. Okay. Um, I. So where are the two remaining guys? Are they both below me or above uh, me? Yeah, they're below you. Me? They're below you on the... Floor below. Okay. Yes, you have line of sight where you're at. Okay. And are they in close proximity to each other, or are they um, far apart? Uh, they're a little. They got a little distance between. Yeah, a little distance. Because I have a grenade. Ooh. Um. Yes. And uh, I would like to throw that. <laughs> boom. boom. 
Uh, I would love to get a two for one. They are close enough together for a grenade to make. They are close enough together. All right, then I am. I would like to aim. Yeah, that's if you're talking grenades, scaling. Yes, they are close. Are we far enough not to be infected? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Okay. (laughs) Fire in the hole. (laughs) Um. Same thing. Difficulty three. So for that. What do I roll? Just a d20? Do I do something with my own? It, it's just the toss of thing. It's basically just throwing, so it's a speed roll. So, so yeah, it's just a d20? With a, you said yeah, a three? just a d20. Mm-hmm. Hey! Boom! Nice. Let's just hope there was no other explosives where you threw the grenade. I gotta, I'm checking to see if they have a grenade damage listed. Uh, five. All right, five points of damage it is then. And, uh, yeah. But they're not in immediate radius, actually. I was thinking that the grenades had bigger range than that. You do get one of them, though. Hooray! Yeah, you toss down a grenade, and it kind of, like, tinks off one guy's head, and then it just goes boom. (laughs) And the dude is basically parts and pieces of flesh scattered throughout the floor. And... His buddy flips his light over to you. (laughs) (laughs) How does he know? That that grenade could have come from anywhere. No, that's actually fair. He wouldn't know where that came from. That was just a grenade from the dark. (laughs) So yeah, never mind. Fair point. I I did warn him. I did warn him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we do actually move on to their turn. Uh, They're going to... Well, I say they, but it's just... One, one guy. One guy I've already warned. <laughs> he is going to fire all pistols at you. At me? I would. Oh, yes. Fuck. Give me a speed defense speed, roll. Speed defense roll. What's the difficulty? Three. Thank you. Da 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 da! You see all four pistols come up and just go, ha! Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) Kind of duck and roll out of the way. (laughs) And all the bullets just kind of just ping off the rail and your one hit the wall behind you. (laughs) Blast him, Earl! And then we go back to Earl. That was just the first round, you assholes. Here's the second barrel. Difficulty three or what? Three. Yeah. Oh, yes, that is a beautiful 15. Ha-ha. And those are four damage weapons? Yes. Yep. So just as a question, mm. when we are mm-hmm. shooting, it's a specific skill. It's not based on anything in particular, right? Yeah, it's a skill that you have to use to shoot. A lot of a lot of classes actually get those skills. <laughs> yeah, with how much guns And I will double using. check this for later, but yeah. Yeah. You fire down and... You get just enough buckshot into the head to blow the head off the dude as he's pointing his guns over at Skittles. <laughs> and he collapses to the ground. Earl blows smoke off the barrel of the shotgun. He goes, and now we have more than enough light to assault. Even better. <laughs> Even better. Just straight up as he's expressing that, just leaned over. Get wrecked, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like we warned you, we told him, we told as 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 I'm like starting to like actually like make check my guns, put them away. I'm talking as I'm going, just like telling these guys, like, man, 
We warned you. We warned you after we brained the first one. You guys should have just stopped. We Earl brained the second. And of course we had a large cannon. Wait a minute. Monkshi. Monkshi, you had a grenade? Like, I'm totally stealth is out the window as I'm now, like, walking down the stairs. Didn't know Monkshi had a grenade. I'm offended I didn't <laughs> know you had a grenade. Like, obvious. Stealth is out the window now. So clearly just, like, chatterboxing it up. And uh, can we uh, salvage two flashlights off of these uh, deados? Fuck it, we're getting uh, all of them flashlights. I would need some kind of mechanical check. Oh, like mechanical to see if repair, you can get that maybe? Off? Or, or a salvage or something uh, like that. Yeah. I got mechanical uh, repair, so difficulty. It's like, you guys, you guys think we want some headlights? Uh, difficulty's three. Okay. It's like, I, again, end my rambling. You think you guys we want some headlights? Maybe we should like, collect the lights? Like, I don't know. That's I think a, Robin uh, could totally 17 to get one. these flashlights, Galay? Yeah, you, you go, you get, you get the, the part off the shoulder that it was just kind of a clip on, and you follow the wires, but then you kind of have to like dig around a bit to find the power source that has it connected. But after a moment, you're able to pull out a small battery pack as well as like a switch that was connected to the battery pack, and now you just kind of have like a two part flashlight you can carry around. You got a switch for one hand and a wire. How was it over mounted to the, to the other shoulder? It had like a little slide mount that it slid in and clicked. Okay, like you just pop that off. Yeah. Okay, so like I couldn't take whatever hunk of metal they have for a shoulder and turn it into a pauldron. No, because that is their shoulder. <laughs> you, you, as you're searching through, you realize that this dude is is much mechanical. Yeah, can I argue with the success of that a uh, that uh, mechanical repair that I took the shoulder piece and made a pauldron? Uh, no, because it's not a shoulder piece. It's an entire torso oh. made of metal. It's not like a plate that you could pop off. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Getting into the weird shit now, so. Uh, yeah, I guess. Into the weird. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, just going <laughs> to. The girl's just going to wrap the wire around the main part of. Main body of the flashlight until it's all tightly tucked together and then got a handheld flashlight. There you go. That's pretty good. It's got the decent power to whatever bulb they found. It's pretty bright. Better than the $2 light stick that uh, Skittles brought. Hey, you know what? My my light stick worked well <laughs> while we needed it. <laughs> I I will admit I'm a slightly jealous. I mean, Monkshi Monk, over here had a grenade. Now we're getting high powered <laughs> flashlights. Mine's at least stealthy. My flashlight's flashlight's stealthy. But you know, Earl, while you're over there, while you're over there, and you've got one already. Do you mind? Do you mind trying to maybe get me a high powered one as well? I mean, we could always put one on Greta. We could all have one of these higher powered lights. I, I at this point, I am literally just going to keep rambling about the importance of getting these flashlights. <laughs> I mean, he rolled high enough that it would be really easy to get the other ones if you wanted. Oh, absolutely. We're well, except for one. <laughs> One of them got blasted. Yeah, so no, I know. The other three are <laughs> definitely getting salvaged. A uh, monkshi, what are you doing? Just hanging around, watching them salvage everything? Uh, well, I can uh, clue them in to my find, uh, and maybe one of them will have a better idea of what it is because I don't think I've really taken a, a gander at it. That we were kind of in the middle of um, of a, a obliterating, a- <laughs> obliterating <laughs> everything. We were too busy blowing shit up. I mean, in Earl's words, I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, um, so like I think I found the thing that we needed to find. Do you guys oh? know what this is? I mean, I don't know. Scrap. Uh, remind mm-hmm. me the description of it. It was glowing. <laughs> that was all she could see from up there, which is kind of like a glowing spot on the thing. All right, here you go until check it out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I might so, announce uh, that it's scrap, right. but at the same time, I'm totally going to go check this out. All right. Well, as you're going to look at it, it's kind of, it's like a rectangular box with a glass dome embedded into the middle of it. And it's dome part that was glowing. And there seems to be several different connectors to go in and out. Um, Earl would recognize some of those connectors as power sources, like to plug in like a power source cable from one end to the other. So generator or? Your best guess? Some kind of battery. Oh, okay. Does it have handles? That's the important part. It's it's like the size of a brick. Oh, okay. It's really easy. Oh, to okay. Carry. Yeah. It's a small one. Okay. I was assuming, you know, like trunk sized. And as you're looking around, you can see various parts that look similar to the pieces of this block. This seems to be the only one that was actually completed for whatever they were making here. Shrugs, uh, looks at a shrug. Yeah, it's of a decent value. Hush, little scavenge. Don't say a word. Mama's gonna bring you a glowing box. So are we thinking that, like, we should keep it or bring it back to the, you know, Mr. Mysterious? I do not think he's uh, worth losing 15 meters, but uh, beauty is sort of not easy to come by these days. I suppose it uh, never has been, but uh, we might as well uh, not make it uh, difficult. I mean, here's the big question. Earl, can you make it work? He shrugs. Because here's the thing. We could sit here and we could talk about having something nice and shiny. And we always like them nice shiny toys. But realistically, uh, can't do shit with nothing if you ain't don't know what nothing is. These are uh, not something I am uh, very familiar with. Uh, but uh, um, my curiosity is peaked. But uh, yeah, I, st- I still say 15 liters. <laughs> well, you know what? I think I'm going to have to agree with uh, our boomer. And I'm going to have to vote for, maybe we can see if we can find find anything else. Just at least, you know, some scavin, some, uh, what is it, salvage parts? Salvage. Yeah, go search the room for any other, anything else you can oh, find yeah. in. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're going to kind of keep, we're already here, might as well. A salvage, a search, perception, whichever one you have. Um, you could. I will let Mike have a difficulty zero to identify how something would be used because he has training in mechanical There repair. you go. But you can't use a mechanical repair to search. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. I'm uh, planning on it. You're the you can identify it, but I can't. I can't let you use it to search. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, while he's identifying that, can Monkshi and I keep looking? Yeah, y'all. Could, anybody wants to make a search check can do it. If you, it's going to be you have lights now, and you have somebody who can identify what you're looking at. So I'm going to say difficulty four on the search. Okay. That's a fail. I'm still going to pretend I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> if anything means I think it means more you just ah! don't find okay wow <laughs> ooh I get an intervention again why did we have to search things why couldn't we just leave guys <laughs> I mean obviously because we're little scavenge hoes <laughs> so are you sure we're not okay. playing D&D you know being loot whores here but <laughs> here's what happens you got Earl over there just kind of like fiddling around just with the device, kind of like, hmm, can I use this or not? Is it worth the fuel? And you've got Skittles just kind of ADHD arounding the whole place, just like, ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's this? Ooh, it's this? Not even holding anything long enough to identify. Oh, no, straight up, straight up. I see that. Definitely bouncing around. I'm singing. (laughs) I am singing some sort of uh, gold shanty from Apocalyptic, just like. 
shiny things for you, <laughs> shiny things for me, shiny things for all of us, everywhere we see. And you got, and then you have Monkshi over here being more careful, just kind of going through, not really seeing anything of value. Until you kind of see like this, uh, it's shiny piece. It, it seems to be like freshly made, like fresh, clean metal. Oh no. And you go to pull it and it's stuck. <laughs> and you try to be careful and you get it a good tug and then it just suddenly slips out. And then you realize as you slide, step back a few times, that this was a locking mechanism holding the vat tank of chemicals above you in place. Mm. That same vat starts to tip over, not on you, away from you, onto the railing above you, and just crashes down, knocking away the, the uh, walk above, preventing you from going back out that way. Immediately stops singing, just turns to see this whole thing. Just loud crash and bang. Just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. For anyone listening to this, everyone's face as this has occurred. Yeah. Just like, oh shit. Just like wide-eyed, slack-jawed. Love it. Uh- <laughs> yeah, as Earl's talking the battery into his pack, he walks up beside Monk Shingles. And uh, that was the way out. You know what they say about Oops. curiosity, right? Curiosity kills the scavenging rat. Yeah. Um, I can. Okay, so like, guys, I can like totally fix this. Um, so now you have a zero to a debris field. <laughs> As she's saying well, this, another thing falls down. Uh huh. Well, okay. Did this? Did this completely destroy the? So it got rid of the catwalk, yes, but like, what well, is there still? Yeah, it knocked on the catwalk. A, is there still a, um, uh, an Doorway. opening in the wall on from the level that we came from? Oh yeah, the door's still there. The door's still fine. Okay, there's just well, no way to get to the door uh, anymore. Mm, okay, uh, guys, I can climb. <laughs> I am really good at climbing. Um, yes, with my monkey you have arms. The rope? I do have rope. <laughs> I do absolutely have rope. So I can climb up. I can attach the rope. And then you guys can just climb up, or I can help you climb, and um, let's GTFO. <laughs> what do you say? All the catwalks are God, this coming is a good down, idea. coming down, coming down. All the catwalks coming down, my fair munchkey. <laughs> I think that's agreement. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, either Zato okay. or uh, Concussion. I mean, why not? That's going to be a difficulty four for you to climb out, Bunkshi. Okay. Uh, can I use speed? Is it? Okay, hang on, hang on. As with this my is parkour, happening, I have not got to use this yet. But I mean, I do have encouragement, and I would like to turn to Monkshi and go, Monkshi. I know you made a mess. I know you made a really, really big mess. But I trust your monkey arms. I trust your monkey legs. I trust your monkey you. tail. And I do hope that you can, I do believe that you're going to be able to climb up there one way or another. Thank you. Does that I'm, count as encouragement? <laughs> I feel so encouraged. I think you have to spend points for I, that. I'm willing to spend a point for that. Yep, yep, yep. Pa-pa. Uh Are you trained in climbing? Uh, well, I have parkour, but I also have this thing called- Not you. Oh. Skittles. Skittles. She went through all that encouragement, spent the points, and it doesn't actually affect the Oh, no, does it not? Because <laughs> it only affects skills that Skittles knows. 
Well, hold on. Following tasks by one. No, no. All this says is uh, the difficulty of one of the following task types, your choice by one step to their benefit. Defense tasks, attack tasks, or tasks related to any skill you are trained or specialized in. Oh, fuck. You're not trained (laughs) in climbing or anything like that. Yes, your parkour would work, Monkshi. Wait, wait. Can we argue that Monkshi is attacking the wall? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, actually, we don't even have to, like, quibble over this. Because I have far step, which means I can leap through the air and land some distance away up, down, or across anywhere I choose within long range if I have a clear and unobstructed path to that location and land safely. <laughs> God damn. TM's face over there. Yep, just like that, that, that moment of just like, fuck. Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Monkshi just jumps up to the door. Okay, you know what? I feel better by using my encouragement. At least like I did try. <laughs> it costs two <laughs> intellect points. That's from my pool, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Boom. Yay, we and... did it. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to attach a rope and I'm going to let it rope? down. Yeah, I have a rope. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm so prepared. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have nylon. Have I have 50 feet of nylon rope. <laughs> shit. Well, while she's doing this jump, can I scrap anything? <laughs> Dude, are there guns attached? Hang on. While she's jumping around, are there guns attached to their arms? I want some ammo. I was wondering when y'all were going to ask. <laughs> Just give the ADHD speaker it. a minute to think about it. Seeing her jump up reminded uh, me. Oh, no. guns. The guns are not attached. They're little derringers, though. Little, like, 22 pistols. They're not anything fantastic. I a derringer was But there are money. 12 of them. Money, 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 money. Wait, not inc- is that including or not including Mr. Uh, Kaboom? No, you said 12. So four, three, twelve. Yeah, twelve. <laughs> they all had four arms. <laughs> the splat did not have any remains. So twelve guns in my pocket. Well, yeah. yeah he has some too. So uh, so what do we need to do for climbing this rope on out of here, Goodbye. A difficulty one check for climbing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get a minor effect. Yeah, I was that. gonna say so that that's what a uh, difficulty three. So wings? I got a nineteen. He can fly. He yeah, can no, fly. It, he can fly. Earl just hand <laughs> over hand pulls himself up uh, the rope. No legs, just all upper body. So here's the juxtaposition: you have Earl gracefully climbing the rope with no issues, and right behind One, him, two, you have Skittles three. just swinging like wait. <laughs> Feet sliding on the wall, barely making it up. <laughs> yeah, Mister, he can fly. He can fly. He can fly. <laughs> Me, I can. Bl- I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I mean, it's more. Um, yeah, Greta takes a lot of uh, upper body strength to uh, keep on the strata now. Just <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> but as you, as the three of you get out of the pit, uh. Or out of the room. It's kind of a pit now. I knew I could. I knew <laughs> yeah, I could. I knew I could. We did some damage. <laughs> we will go ahead and cut off here. Ah! As you guys are on your way out. Um, Earl, go ahead and add a plasma battery to your Yay. artifacts list. Mm-hmm. I got to keep my little handguns that I'm selling, right? <laughs> yes, you have 12 little dairy business. 
thank you for listening to Wasteland Glass. Intro and outro song was You Fill My Soul by John Option on SoundCloud. Cover art was commissioned through Lunar Art on Fiverr. Your GM and narrator was Galay. Munchie was played by Polycore. Skittles was played by Daniel Ruby. And Pigeon Eater Earl was played by Mike.